hypnotic, erotic, sexy little games you like to play. Oh, it is about to get all sorts of sexy up in here. We watched The Black Room. We watched it. So you don't have to. So you know what time it is. What's up? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. With me today, as always, is my very sexy, my sensual, my seductive, my exotic and erotic co-host, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Let that roll off the tongue. How you lovely moon goons doing mm, tonight? Like some sweet, sweet sensual velvet or something. I sensual think. velvet. <laughs> It's like sexy honey pouring out of my mouth, <laughs> all over onto your body. <laughs> now rub it in, rub it in. Get man, I'm getting weird. Okay, yeah, getting, I'm getting doing good. Weird, getting a bit weird. But this was a weird movie. <laughs> this is a very weird movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. So first of all, uh, the movie's called The Black Room. And first, let's. I want to show a uh, send a shout out. Thank you to uh, X Degenerate X, uh, one of our Instagram uh, followers, one of our listeners on in there, and uh, she. Uh, She's a very special lady. Yeah, she's very special. She uh, sent this in to us, to, very, brought this to our attention. Very, very lovely lady who just suggested this very sexy movie. <laughs> so, uh, so big, you can thank sexy, her for this one. Big sexy shout out. Yeah, we appreciate. Uh, this was quite uh, a different turn for us than normal. This was. A I kind of like it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, X Degenerate X. Thank you very much. Um, so. Before we move on, there's a few things we want to uh, bring up before we get into the movie itself. Uh, first, it's been a while since I mentioned anything about it, so I'm just going to throw it out there again. Um, in case you guys, for some chance, have missed this, but um, remember, if you guys want to support the show and help us out with any way you can, um, you can check out our Patreon page. Uh, it's www.patreon.com slash horrible horror. You can go there and you can just kind of, you know help donate some money you know a few bucks here and there to help us cover expenses, uh, and basically just you know help us continue to bring the show, keep doing the show really, and keep doing it for free and all that. Um, so whatever you can, if you can, great. If, you know, appreciate. Help us out. Help us out. Uh, next on our announcement list is uh, I want to show this out. Shout out to our friend of the show, Kevin Caliber. Yeah. Um, We've been touch touch with him. He's a, an actor, a model, a fitness guru. He, yeah, he was a uh, Superman. Yeah, he was Superman in uh, uh, the TV and uh, Supergirl. The, the CW, Supergirl, the first first season. season. Yeah. Um, but he's been a lot, he's been in several other uh, movies and stuff, and he's been touch with us. And he is actually in the 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 mystery room movie that has never come out, uh, Death House. But he has given it to us on his word that the movie 
is coming out, I believe, in March. I think it's March. If not March, it's April. It's very, very soon that that movie is finally going to be coming out. Take it from the man himself who was actually in the, in the movie. movie. So I will. I think that is great news. Yeah. Everybody's finally going to get to see this thing. Uh, so that's wonderful. He's also in another upcoming horror movie called uh, The Campus, which comes out, I think, about a month after Death House. Nice. And if hopefully if schedules work properly, I think we're actually going to be able to have him on the show. He's going to send, do, send with an episode with us, and we can... Have you know be that'd, cool to catch up with Kevin? We that'd be great to have him on again. Well. Yeah. Um. So that's exciting. I mean, Death House finally going to happen. We're finally going to get to see it. And lastly, uh, it is that time of year again. It is time for the horrible horror March movie madness massacre of awfulness. Uh, <laughs> I kind of like that one. <laughs> like that we one? never really had an official. No, it changes was, all the time. I was listening to uh, one of our episodes. Um, because I got a desk job now where all I do is sit at a desk all day and I just listen. Every once in a while, I listen to our own podcast. Just kind of hear what like what was good, what was bad. But, uh, yeah, we call it March Movie Madness, I think <laughs> is what we called it. But, yeah, it was – it was. I liked yours better. Yeah, I, I probably won't even remember what – 20 minutes now, I won't remember what I said. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> that's that, that's the way we do it. Uh, but, yeah, so we're, we're starting off. Um, how we're going to do it is we – recorded a mini episode for, uh, where we, Aaron and I sat down, we made the brackets with, with uh, we discussed which movies uh, were going to go make it into the tournament this year and which ones were left off. And then we randomly pulled names to make the brackets. And then we actually went through and, and we, we basically did our picks. We did our bracketology. We filled in our brackets and we, we had our, picked our winner for this the year. The pros pick, the baby. Pros. Um, the pros pick, but it's so, up to you guys. Yeah. But so that will be posted up probably pretty soon after this episode. Uh, so you can look for that if you're interested in, in checking that out. Um, but yeah, so bracket algae, we have our winner picked out. Uh, you guys can play along at home, fill in the brackets as well. But um, how we're going to do it, you, it, the vote's up to you. You guys vote for which one is what movie is worse between the two, and then the, they will compete head to head to the final worst one champion. Worst of the is, worst. The worst of the worst is crowned. Which is the crappiest horror movie that we've done in the past year since past the previous year. cutoff. Um, so, uh, and you'll vote. And we do this on Instagram. Um, so make sure you follow us on Instagram if you don't already. If you want to make sure you get your votes in, um, we will post um, every day. I think it's every day or so we will post a new um, matchup. Yeah. And was we'll, you'll say hey, and you'll type in you know. Uh, which let one? Know. Let us know yeah. which one you think is worse, and then we're taking all the votes into account, and then we that Martin moves on, and we move on to the next round and next game or next matchup, and so on and so on. So um, just to give you a heads up, uh, the first few matchups you're going to be seeing coming up is Pork Chop 3D taking on Playing with Dolls Bloodlust in the opening matchup. Ooh. Uh, then we're gonna, you're going to see Prom Ride versus Pool Party Massacre, <laughs> Doctor Giggles versus Scarred. And then Pig Girl versus Krampus, uh, the Christmas Devil. Those are the first four matchups, so you be on lookout for those uh, and get your votes in, and we'll make this happen. <clears throat> All right. So with that said, this week's movie, like I said, is called The Black Room. Sexy time. Oh, sexy! All sexy up in here. Time to get sexy. It's time to get sexy and sweaty <laughs> and gooey. Lots of goo. Lots of goo. Lots of goo. <laughs> Lots of goo. Man. Uh. I wonder what the goo budget was for this movie alone. <laughs> the goo budget the, the was goo just budget off the roof. Off the charts. Just off the charts. Uh, this movie is released August 11th of 2017, so pretty new. Not yeah. even a year, not even a year yeah. old yet. Yeah. Um, I like how you to think about it. You're like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, it's written and directed by Rolf uh, Kanifsky. Yeah. Kanifsky. 
if that's your real name. <laughs> uh, uh, the good thing about this movie is you can find it everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it is not hard to find. You can find it on YouTube, Amazon Video, Vudu, Google Play, iTunes, and Netflix. Yeah. So this is one of the rare ones we actually do on Netflix. Yeah, we finally got to do a Netflix one after a long... It's been a long time. It's been a long time since we've done a Netflix flick. Yeah, because Netflix usually... They've really upped their game. They have. They haven't, I don't seem to many really bad ones they've on Netflix anymore. They've swept out a lot of the crap. You know, because I remember one of the first times I saw Things Killing was, was on, on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. yeah, and it was awesome. Yeah. Oh, fucking Things Killing. <laughs> uh, all right, so... This movie, uh, the big, the big name, the big get in this movie is, uh, it stars uh, Natasha Henstridge. Everybody should know her, but she was came from the original Species. She's mm-hmm. this super hot blonde. Um, she still looks good in this movie. She looks great. Big old boobies. Boobs look. I think they got even bigger. Yeah. Probably had a kid or two along the way, and they just bloomed just, up. But man, her tits are cute. Either that, or she's just like, yeah, just make them bigger. Ma- yeah, make them just, bigger. Just. But you don't upgrade. see them in this movie. That's the sad I thing. I know. So that's why I don't think, yeah, it's like, why get them, make them bigger if not going to show those things off? But there's not a lack of uh, boobs. No, there are certainly no lack of boobs in this movie. Um, then we have uh, Lynn Shea plays Miss Black or Maggie Black. Um, now, that might not be a household name, but you will recognize her. She's got 199 credits to her name. Um, she's been something about Mary. Uh, she's in the entire Insidious series. And she's been like just tons of other indie horror movies. She's like this little old lady who you you once you see her face, you're like oh, I know that you've seen her and everything. She's I think in she a, was in Nightmare on Elm Street three. Anyway, I don't I remember, remember that seeing that on her on her page, but I'm she, you'll, she's recognizable. She's been in a lot. She has been in a ton of stuff. Um, then we have um, uh, Augie Duke plays Karen. She's got fifty two credits, but nothing really much that worth mentioning and the only other person I'm going to mention is because it, she, this is now her second appearance on Horrible Horror is Dominic Swain who plays Stacy and she last appeared on our show on the masterpiece that was where she played Honey in the masterpiece that was Sharkinsaw Women's Prison Massacre oh really yep she was the redhead uh, that broke everybody out of the no of the shit yeah. yeah she was the redhead lesbian girl yes yeah Crap on a cracker. Yeah, yeah, her. her. Crap on a cracker. Yeah, that's that was her. like her line. That was her line. Yeah, yeah. she said it like twelve times. <laughs> yeah, this fucking movie. Fucking annoying. <laughs> 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 that gets me every time. All right, so the movie proper. We open in the in a quiet suburbs in California somewhere. Just nice suburban area, and we're taken inside the bedroom of this young sleeping blonde woman. Uh, turns out this woman's going to be Dawn, but you don't know that yet, but her name's Dawn. Uh, the camera cuts the various other rooms in the house, and then in another bedroom is an old woman sleeping in her bed. We hear the sounds of banging, knocking, the her just coming out throughout the house, and the camera continues to you know go from room to room to room, whatever. Down the basement, you go down there, and we see this boarded-up door, this like, old, heavy wooden door. It's all boarded up, and on the board's, it looks like a fucking crypt door. It like does. something out of the medieval times. It, yeah, it really does. It's like a heavy wooden door with like metal. Like, a dungeon door with like metal clasps yeah, on thank it. thank you. I big think of the rivets. And, yeah. You know, it, it just looks like something out of fucking King Arthur's court. Exactly. That's, yeah. yeah In like a nice it. Santa Monica home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, in a dirty, na- nasty basement with two. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so the boards on this door that are boarding up have like this red runes runes r-u-n-e-s runes on them painted in red and we can tell the bangs came from behind the door because you see the door moving 
and the camera pans up to see and it shows you like these heating pipes these big big heating <laughs> these ducks big, they're gigantic and they're held together by duct tape they kind of look like it <laughs> no there's fucking duct tape on them oh okay <laughs> I remember even looking at it I was like man this person is not putting any effort into like home restoration <laughs> he just has like these shitty pipes held together with duct hey, tape you know, well, social security isn't what it is, what it used to be you I know? guess I mean, so man she can't afford the home repairs I guess you gotta so. do it yourself you're right you gotta improvise so um yeah, so we see these big heating pipes, and they start shaking, and they're rattling, and then they break open, and this white steam slash smoke <sighs> starts billowing out onto the boarded-up door, and apparently this steam burns away the ruins. It's magic steam. Ruins. Yeah, magic steam. What? And the door just bursts burst open. open. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm, like, right the bed. I'm yeah. like, huh? huh? <laughs> magic steam. <laughs> magic steam. <laughs> yep. And it like lights it on fire. <laughs> it kind of does. Like it literally it burns, burns it, it off. It's got that steam heat. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> Too like that. <laughs> so as the door bursts open, the old woman springs up in her bed and she starts talking like out to like just nobody. She just starts talking, saying things like "Leave us alone. I'm not letting you out. I'm not feeding you." Blah blah blah. Yeah, it's the anniversary. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know you know that my goddaughter is here visiting, but you, you know, leave us alone, blah, blah, blah. And with that, we see the cloud of white mist, like, make its way up the stairs into the girl. Like, it's just flying through the house now. Yeah. And um, it goes into the, the granddaughter's room. The old woman's still talking, and she's threatening whatever this thing is. As the covers, we watch the covers get pulled back off of the granddaughter in bed. Boom, boom, boom. Um, so Dawn, like I said, that's the granddaughter. She rolls over onto her back. And when she does, we get a close-up of her lips. like, And you can see that some kind of invisible force is, like, kissing her lips. Like, you see pressure on her lips. It's kind of a cool effect. It is a pretty good effect. And uh, next, the spirit unties the straps on Dawn's, like, nighty and pulls it down to reveal her boobs. And now... What we see next is actually a wonderful piece of special effects because we get the magically moving nipple. Yes. I love it. This is great. It's fucking bonkers. Yes. Uh, Dawn's nipple begins to move around like it would if someone's like playing just, with it or like just sucking on it or just twisting it. Twerking those nips. <laughs> yeah. And uh, even though she's still asleep, Dawn, she's like starting to moan in pleasure. Yep. Uh, we cut back to the old woman who suddenly senses that the spirit is no longer trapped. <gasps> There's fuckery about. <laughs> <laughs> There's fuckery afoot. I like that. <laughs> and that's when she, too, gets pinned down to the bed by some invisible entity. But she manages to break free and grab some object from her nightstand. Meanwhile, Dawn is still moaning away. The spirit now is taking off her panties. And it looks like his old spirit's about to go to pound town. Yeah, Dawn's going to be like, yes, yes, I'm ready. She's, <laughs> she's totally into it. Get ready for a lot of sex noise, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're really annoyed of us. <laughs> but in comes Grandma screaming, no, and holding up some sort of, like, it looks, I guess, talisman or something. It looks like a weird dinner plate. It looks like something <laughs> that, that you made, like, a seventh grade art class on the clay wheel or something like that. Right, right. Um, Dawn, it looks almost like, I guess it's they refer to it as an evil eye or something. Maybe, eye. but I don't even think that. Cause it, anyway, uh, yeah. Dawn snaps out of her sexual trance. Grandma tells Dawn, like, get some clothes on. <laughs> you little <laughs> like, You whore, put some clothes on. <laughs> little 
little cock blocking grandma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and um, it's like this ends tonight, and she leaves the room to head down to the basement. Uh, she reaches the bottom of the stairs, and as soon as she does, she's hit with like this massive gust of wind from out of nowhere <laughs> that causes her to drop the, the talisman, which shatters on the floor. And this is where I say look at art, because when it hits, it looks like it was made of fucking clay. Yeah. Like, it shattered. There was, like, something in the middle of it, but it just looked like they dropped, like, a clay plate or something. Yeah. Um, Which, it doesn't seem to fucking matter, because she just pulls out a much larger one from a wooden box anyway. This <laughs> thing like, is pretty got, damn big. She's got backup. Yeah. <laughs> which, the backup's bigger and better than the original, yeah. so why? Why? What? It's like having a gun in your boot. <laughs> like, you get your gun knocked out of your hand. It's like, I gotcha. But she, <laughs> she pulls out another one. Uh, so except this thing is like the size of a large dinner plate. And it's silver. And like this blue Looks like an jam eye. or glow. It, it's just blue center. And it, the blue in the center begins to glow. She holds it up. And, it, and she begins talking to the entity again. And... Uh, she enters the room that was boarded up, saying, Not Dawn, not Dawn. If you want someone, take me. And with that, the door slams closed behind her. We cut to Dawn rushing down to the basement, calling out for Grandma. Uh, and she hears her Grandma screaming from the other side of the door. But, you know, of course, she can't open it because it's... Nana! It's, Nana! Uh, she, she's, the screams stop, and everything goes quiet. Uh, and then the door opens. Dawn enters... And finds the silver talisman on the floor. She picks it up. And then notices some more red runes on the walls. Start to glow. Yeah, she walks over to get a close look. And that's when they come to life. Uh, And then several sets of slimy like red arms and hands like come out of the demon wall. Demon arms is the best way to describe yeah. it. Or like, you know, your stereotypical Satan, you know, red demon. There's some arms they painted red with, with like black fingernails. fingernails. Like long, spiky fingernails. Not even that, they just painted the nails black. From what, that's what I thought. They look a little spiky to me. But right, anyway. Maybe, but, but they're man, not that great. They maybe. are helping hands. They are very helping hands. Or horny hands. They're horny hands. Because they grab Dawn and they just start feeling her up and groping her all over. I mean, all over her ass, her tits. I, I mean, just, just like every, stroking her stomach yeah. and rubbing her legs. And they are this, just loving it. Dawn is now covered in goo, by the way. And she, the wall is just like oozing, oozing. Vaseline, basically. <laughs> yeah. It's like this weird... Like, <laughs> it's bleeding Vaseline. It's bleeding Vaseline. Copious <laughs> amounts of Vaseline. Or ectoplasm from, like, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's uh, getting slimed and, uh, I don't know. And she's moaning away in pleasure. She's mm-hmm. loving it. Uh, she's, like, basically, she's on the verge of coming at this point. And that's when she gets sucked into the wall itself. Uh, but all of a sudden, she reach, Dawn reaches out a hand, grabs a silver talisman, pointing it into the wall with her. Which, what? why would she even know to do that? Like, she, I don't, that makes zero sense to me. Um, and then for for a moment, all is quiet again. But then almost immediately, Dawn gets spit out of the wall, covered in goo and slime. She runs to the door. She turns to close the door, and we see the talisman flying at her. She slams the door closed in the nick of time, and the talisman sticks to the back of the door. Dawn stands in the basement, watching as the door violently shakes, as if this entity or whatever is trying to get it open again, Burst but it can't. Out. Uh, the pipes again begin to, the pipes are start rattling and shaking again. And she kind of, with her eyes, she follows the sounds and movements of the shaking pipes, which leads to this old 
fur- fire furnace. Dude, like coal furnace? What yeah, the again, fuck like, is this, this made is a of? modern house. This is like a very modern house, but it's got like a, a furnace from like the 1800s. Like, Dude, like, how is this thing I powered? Expect see, I, expect, I expect to see like a like a soot covered man in overalls yeah. <laughs> shoveling coal into this thing. Like, oh, <laughs> Lord, I need me the break. Don't oh, me, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> Shoving my, shoving my coals, you blind. Ma'am. <laughs> this goes about shoving. Yeah. Don't mind me. It's a fine day, huh? Uh, so she gets close to the furnace, and that's when, like, the little door on the furnace bursts open, and Dawn is just engulfed in, like, a giant fireball. Roll the opening credits. Uh, and the opening credits... It's kind of like a music video. It kind of is. Jesus Christ. Well, like, I could see it like being like a like an Alice Cooper music video this or something. This music like that. goes on for like two and a half, three minutes. It's long. And it's kind of like this epic sound, but it can't decide if it wants to be James Bond or <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock. Like, it's such a weird mix of music. Like, I can't tell what they're going for. Are they going for suspense or horror or like sexy good times it's all kind of a mix it's a real jumble they just mush it all together it's a fucking mess <laughs> i want to put it up on our instagram page or our facebook page because it just doesn't make any sense it's kind of like what kind of mood are you trying to set i don't understand christ said all of them <laughs> all the moods it is and i'm just like okay <laughs> let's keep going so after the credits roll, we jump two years later. So I guess it's just supposed to be present day now. So this, anyway, two years later, uh, the house is now for sale, but it's been sold to a married couple, Jennifer and Paul, uh, the real estate agent who is played by B-movie scream queen goddess Tiffany Shepis. Uh, she had, this is her cameo role, so she's in this. Uh, Shepis gives some filler information about the house, and she, just, she leaves. She's gone. Yeah, she, you know, hey, it's a short sale, fully furnished. Hey, you yeah, guys made a, out like you guys made out like bandits. Yeah, you know. Um, so Jennifer and Paul, they head inside where they start making out in the kitchen until they hear like a loud bang coming from the basement. So of course, let's head on down there and check it out. Does Paul look like a taller Ray Fiennes? I'm not sure because I can't picture Ray Fiennes. In my okay, head right Ray now. Fiennes, English patient. Never saw it. Okay, you uncultured swine. But <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. Uh, Stranger Days. Have you seen Stranger Days with Angela Bassett? Why That's the one where they have to put the weird uh, contraption on their head, and it films them, and it becomes like a drug, and no. people are selling like different memories of like no. hooking up with different people. I've seen it. Uh, okay, um, Schindler's List. Have you seen Schindler's List? Nope. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I stick to my original insult. <laughs> Fuck you. I spent a long time watching horror movies. <laughs> no, anyway, um, he looks I know like who a, he is. I just can't picture him in my he head. He looks like a taller Ray Fiennes. Was he the one in Red Dragon? Yes. Okay. Yes. So why could you just said that? I named three other movies. <laughs> like, really popular movies. <laughs> but yes, you're right. I don't I want to sit through Schindler's List. That shit's depressing and sad, man. Who wants to see that? Well, I might watch it because uh, uh, Liam Neeson is a badass, and he's in that. But hes I don't think he's really a badass. He's no, just more, he's Schindler. Yeah, but still, yeah. he's a good actor. He's in it. Um, 
You made me lose my... Anyway. I did. Oh. <laughs> I took you right out of it. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, they go down to check out the sound in the basement. That's where they get startled by Oscar the electrician, who they supposedly called to fix the furnace. You know what? He looks like he's been shoveling that fucking coal. He does. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Uh, Oscar tells him they don't have a problem with the furnace, uh, but he does ask if they have a key to this door uh, because uh, you can tell all the pipes that, you know, follow the pipes to go back into this room, but he can't finish his assessment until he checks out some pipes, which doesn't make any sense because you're an electrician. And those are heating and cooling pipes. Right. Why the fuck would you be dealing with those? Yeah. Do your job. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> this, this guy's just trying to charge, run up your bill, your hourly bill. Hell That's yeah, what he's he trying to do. Yeah. This, this furnace is great. As long as I'm down here shoveling that coal, <laughs> don't worry about a thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what he's an, you're right. He's an electrician. That doesn't make any sense. It makes zero sense. Um, so, uh, uh, they tell him that you know, we only have keys to the front door. We don't have a key to that door. I was like, oh, whatever. I'll figure something out. No problem. They leave. Uh, the America, Jennifer and Paul go back upstairs. Oscar's bangs on the door a few times, but he gives up. However, this banging causes the talisman that was sticking to the other side of the door fall to the ground. Which, again, is kind of bullshit. Yeah. Because he kind of knocks on a little bit. Yeah, okay, sure. But the banging that the spear and he was doing when the, it first got stuck to the door was like a hundred times harder, more way, violent than this. Way more intense. But it was stuck. To, but this guy like taps it gently. Yeah, old and old like, Seamus <laughs> just knocking on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Oscar goes back to work and we see the door quietly swing open behind him. Uh, he eventually notices that the door is now open. He enters the room, stepping on the talisman. He steps on and says, what the fuck is this shit or something like that? He kicks the talisman and slides underneath like the laundry machine, machine or laundry, yeah. washer dryer. What an asshole. Yeah. You know, it's like, you wouldn't be like, what the fuck? And just kick someone's stuff. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's not how you do good business. No, it's not. But he's not doing good business. He's always trying. He know, is. Yeah. He's, he's the quote unquote electrician yeah. working on their heating. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's screwing them out more money. Um, so uh, eventually he, no, uh, where was it? Okay. Uh, so the room now is covered in, in, in runes. They're on the floor and the walls. The door closes behind him. He bangs on the door, trying to open it. Uh, this caused like a goat head mask or something to fall from above the door <laughs> onto him. Yeah. Um, and he starts to crawl out of the room, but he's grabbed by the, the demon, re- the, red, the by, red hands. By those sexy hands. The sexy hands. By those sexy hands. And he's pulled back into the room. Uh, he grabs a hold before he goes all the way into it. He grabs hold of the, the door frame, um, and he's struggling. You know, he's struggling to keep himself from getting pulled all the way back in. Uh, the door begins to close, but Oscar's fingers are in the way, and he's screaming in pain as the door. And like, this is like, like, um, like the the door that ended with a knob on it that you close. This is like between the the like the door jam. Yeah, like thank his, you. his hand is like one hand's on the, where the hinges the, are. The, the hinges, yeah, exactly. His hands in between the, where the hinges would be that opening, that slight opening. Yeah, his fingers got through there, and the door is trying to close, but it's crushing. His fingers are stopping it yeah. from closing, and it's so it's it, crushing his fingers. And it keeps crushing, crushing. It's slowly. It's just like it just it starts, cuts them off. It starts bleeding real bad. It severs his fingers. They're, yeah, they're all just gone. And then and then when the door slams, it also cuts off some of his other fingers on his other side. Uh, on the other side, it only cuts off like one, which I thought was a great effect. It didn't cut them all off; just the middle one. Just the middle one. Just the good one. Just, yeah. <laughs> um. So, um. Where was I? Oh yeah. Okay. He's pulling. He he's, he loses his grip. His fingers gone. He's pulling into the darkness. It's not a bad effect. No, it's not. Door slams close. 
Paul comes downstairs looking for Oscar, but not seeing him. He's like, oh, I guess he finished and left. Yeah. Which is the stupidest. It's been like maybe five minutes, if that. And the well, guy, I how think there was like a passage of time because he came downstairs and goes, hey, man, it's getting pretty late. You almost done? Well, I guess he's gone. All right. I, I, all right. Maybe I missed that part then. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll scratch. I'll, I, I can see that part. Then. <laughs> um, so, meanwhile, Jennifer upstairs finds a spear board and shows it to Paul. Now, this spear board looks like a unicorn threw up on a mixture of a Chinese checkerboard and a Mayan calendar. Yeah. This thing looks... And it, and it was built by Milton Bradley. Yeah. It's, yeah. This, it looks like Life made a spirit board. The game Life yeah, made a spirit board. It's the most ridiculous looking Ouija or spirit board I have ever seen. I'm expecting to get like, you know, like bright colored like game pieces and play like spirit yay yeah, yeah. roll the dice it should, this thing should have had a pop matic <laughs> bubble on it oh I got a thousand years in hell <laughs> anyway um, I guess Jennifer and Paul agreed they look ridiculous because they just throw it in the trash yeah, out, the out was, on the street curb what the fuck was with that spirit board because they like, like make mention of it and then you just toss it Thank in the garbage you. yeah and it never comes back never never has no bearing on the rest of this movie like At they, all. they made a very good like effort to show you what it was and uh, show and they, them and, and, throw and, and it away. It's make spoilers, but like, there's never even like, there's not even a flashback scene of somebody using it in the no. past or like, why it's there. They just throw it away. It's like, oh look, here's some old garbage. Just throw it out. Fuck Nobody, it. Fuck it. Who cares? It doesn't matter. <laughs> why don't even show that scene? Yeah, it's like just. Do you know what? They, you know what they show that scene so they can show poor man Ray finds. Go outside, look proud, take down the for sale sign, and just toss it in the yeah. yard. You could have done that without the spirit board, but, though. But it was so funny because it's like when people like their houses. Okay, it's no longer for sale. It's it said sold. You, you like take it and you'd like maybe take it in the garage. You just tosses it on the ground. Yeah, right in the yeah. front. What an asshole! Like yeah. he's he's like this is my house now. <laughs> I can throw shit on my lawn anytime I want. So. Uh, we cut to Jennifer now. She's taking a bubble bath while Paul is relaxing in bed. And we see the spirit begins to softly caress Jennifer. Uh, in the bedroom, Paul sees the shape of someone crawling under the covers up to his junk and just starts blowing them. Bobbing them yeah. down. So now we go back and forth between Jennifer and Paul. They're both getting sexually pleased by the spirit in yep. v- various ways. She's getting revved up. He's getting revved yeah, up. Yeah, they're both going loud. Uh, hearing Paul come <laughs> in the other room basically is what snaps Jennifer out of her trance. Uh, she enters the bedroom dressed in lingerie. She's ready to go. She's like, all right, big boy, let's do this. Dude, but Paul's must... like, whoa, I need a minute. I'm tuckered out. <laughs> Baby, you drain me dry. Yeah. Uh, this is confusing to Jennifer. Uh, but she's like, whatever, I still want you. Let's do this. She, He's like, yeah, no, she really. mounts him. She mounts him. She's ready to go. She's, she's ready to go him. to pound town. And Paul's like, nope, nope, I need rest. I, I'm too tired. I need a break right now. Uh, there, there seems to be a lack of communication here. Yeah. It's like this probably could have all been avoided. Exactly. This whole movie probably could have. They just would have talked a little bit. It's like, wait a minute. Weren't, wasn't that you <laughs> just sucking my cock? <laughs> no. No, I was in what? the bed. Yeah, what? What's happening? Yeah. yeah, that would, that would probably... Look, I, yeah. I, I know, that's one of the biggest loopholes because it's so obvious that it's like... Jerry's just like, oh, whatever. Like, it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> they really, like, try to sweep this under the rug. Because he doesn't even say, like, oh, I jerked off or, like, you know... Like, yeah. he even, he's like, you drained me dry. And she's exactly. Like, she should know. Like, what do you mean, me? Like, I was... Yeah. She's like... Yeah, it is... What the, are you talking <laughs> about? This is the biggest loop. It's 
awful. Yeah, this is really clumsy. Yeah. So, frustrated and a little upset, Jennifer just rolls off him, goes to sleep. Sexual frustration. Uh, The next day, Paul is out jogging with his friend Howard. Uh... (laughs) They're talking about the the odd events of last night and everything going on. Uh, I'm really kind of skimming over a lot of the dialogue here because it just doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, it really doesn't. Uh, the gist of it is uh, what his his friend Howard. Howard is... and his wife Stacy also have sex proms that Stacy's not putting out, and because he's too fat and he's yeah, he's, he's just, just a normal dude. He's yeah, he's totally just, normal dude. Yeah. Um, back in the house, Jennifer's in the basement doing laundry. Again, we see the the black the mystery door swing open behind her. Uh, a demonic-looking Oscar is now standing behind her. He rubs his hand over her, but without actually touching. Like it's just like this. Yeah. Lesson so from here comes just... the dirty old electrician. Yep. <laughs> his face looks all demony. Yeah. Kind of, kind of demony. At first, he looks more burnt, but it's it's more it's supposed yeah, to be more. Yeah. But he's still got that fucking coal soot because he's yeah. been shoveling all day. Yeah. He comes up behind her and he's like kind of like thrusting at her a little bit and like rubbing his hand like around her ass like Marshall said not touching her but she's starting to get worked oh, up yeah. she's ooh uh, but she's ooh, she's, trem- her, she's trembling and she's shaking in pleasure uh, she snaps out for a second spins around but you know she doesn't see Oscar she doesn't see anything yeah, she, uh, but, so, yeah she, she, you, they show Oscar behind her kind of like revving around her but again not touching her and she spins around and no one's there and then they instantly Goes right back into like the sex train. Yep, like, and then it's just like, oh, okay, bam. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, and so she, basically, she's getting psychically banged. Yeah, I don't because I mean her pants never come off. Or no, anything, it's just and she's, yeah, it's, she, but she is just getting worked. Yeah, I guess like if you have one of those like insertable battery operated vibrators or something like it'd be like that. I oh, guess. the pleasure panties. Yeah, the pleasure panties. Yeah, the ones that are like remote control ones, yeah. and you can just. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's basically what I'm, I guess that would be the closest thing to it. Uh, anyway, she's about to climax now, and then the washer just blows up, yeah, snapping the, like, her out like, of it. Yeah, like it's fuse sparks, and, she, and then, like, the lid pops and up and shoots the, over the, and She gets a facial of laundry water. And she's like, oh, oh, the lid pops open, and <laughs> just... Fucking Water and soap suds. Just gives her the money shot all over her face and tits. All over. Yeah. I laughed so hard when that happened. I thought that was great. Oh, it was so fantastic. That was great. Best part of the movie. I'm having. It's, I know this is totally off subject, but it kind of reminds me of the uh, Cream Fresh episode of uh, South Park. Where oh, uh, Stan's mom has a shake weight. Shake weight. Shake weight. <laughs> cool down. It's kind of how the lid just pops over. Cool down. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, later that night, the two of them decide to have a romantic night in, but they get inter- interrupted by Jennifer's sis- younger sister, Karen. Uh, who shows up now? Karen is like a semi-goth Wiccan college chick who doesn't really care for Paul, and Paul doesn't really like her. She looks like she's way too old to be going through this phase. Yeah, she does. I agree. Yeah, like this is like your high school phase, or maybe like early twenties. Now they say she's like twenty or twenty. She lo- like, yeah, she's supposed but- to be in college, but like there's some scenes where like, yeah, you're uh, you're like in your thirties. <laughs> <laughs> At least you look at like some because I don't know. Um, because her makeup, yeah, man, makeup. her her 
goth makeup. I mean, like you know, I know like, I know a lot of goth people kind of do pale. Yeah, they really pale or fake, whiten her face. Holy up. shit, she looks like fucking Casper the fucking friendly ghost. Yeah, with she black lipstick. Just, just caked it on. It's ridiculous. Well, Almost and that's why like, I think what make and because it's so caked on there, I think yeah. it accents like whatever little wrinkles she has, lines, which makes blemishes. her I think look older than she probably is. Right? Yeah, because man, and they do a lot of close-ups. On a her lot face of close-ups, too, and she's got this white fucking clown makeup yeah. on yeah it's, it's, bad. it's really bad now it gets better as the movie goes on but when they first introduce it yeah the introduce first her, time you see it's it. it's ridiculous especially these these scenes where it's just her and like these scenes come out where it's just jennifer and karen talking yeah. in the bedroom yeah. and they're, like, and they're face so face. tight on the face yeah it's really bad there so jennifer takes karen up to the guest room while paul goes back down to the basement um which I don't even remember why. It's like every, he's just always going down there. It makes the sad time people are going down there for like no reason other than they just go there. I think he was going to go check on the washing machine. All right. The washing I don't machine know. was broken. Maybe. Okay. Um, so uh, he finds the mystery door is now unlocked and he enters the black room. Uh, oh. The runes on the wall begin to glow red and Paul runs to the door but slams closed. Now the ghosts of various people that have been killed in this house or here at, at some point in time start yeah. to emerge from the walls. It's all like there's there's the old lady. Yeah. There's the electrician. And then there's, Oscar. Then and then there's, there's like just like these randos. Random, yeah, who you'll find out later. You'll see them later. Like, oh, okay. Now I know where they're. But right now it's like, who the fuck are the these fuck people? Who the fuck are these guys? Yeah. Because they're not scary looking demons. They're no. just like dead people. It's like assholes. Like there's a redhead <laughs> woman with like a slip throw and they go doofy looking guy like blood coming out of his eyes like yeah. there's nothing like what Some uh guy who, like, and, shopped at hot topic for like two and long. uh each one saying like we need you paul we need you paul and then from out of nowhere paul just gets fucking zapped by multiple beams <laughs> of like red lightning uh i mean it looks like he's getting shot like the photon packs from like uh, yes. the ghostbusters perfect <laughs> like, like ray and Beekman are off stage yeah. off screen it's like <laughs> Don't cross the street, guys. <laughs> They're shooting him. <laughs> we gotta bring this poor Ray Fines down. Yeah. <laughs> Paul's twitching and screaming in the middle of the large circular floor rune. As... Dude, and you can. It's so funny because those effects are so bad. Yeah. I almost feel bad for the actor. It's like now wiggle. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what's going on. Um, and you know, the ghosts are just certain like circled around. They're just watching on. This goes on for a while mm-hmm. before Paul drops to the floor. Still being shocked. Uh, and then we're taking back upstairs to the sisters. After hearing about the creepy things Jennifer has said have been happening in the house, Karen gives her a necklace that, again, is some sort of talisman on that says will ward off evil. It looks similar to the center of the talisman. It has that same eye I, kind it looks, of thing. To me, it just looks like, it looks like a, a, a polished stone. It's like a black stone. That's rounded. You need to get your eyes checked. I'm telling you, man. They they look almost exactly the same. These these It's like these little... No, I know it's a black... I'm saying the the, to, the necklace, there was like a black stone, and there was like a blue center to it. Yeah. There's something, but it wasn't like... I don't know. I didn't think it was that similar, but I, I, see, where, I, I yeah. see where you're going. So we cut now to a now-possessed paw... Coming, he's waking up in the basement. He heads upstairs to meet the sisters. While Jennifer talks to Paul, talks Paul into taking them out for dinner, he's eyeing Karen with a sense that he wants to fuck her. Yeah, and he's really odd. Like he's really his actions are real weird. Like, like yeah. go ahead and get changed. He's like, oh, and looks at his clothes. He's wearing like workout clothes. He's like, yes, get changed. 
I'll do that. And he's he's walking past. He like smells Karen's hair yeah. and thing. And so he's 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 very, he's acting like like he just like obviously new new body. All right, here yeah. we go. I've never yeah yeah because he stops by the mirror on his way up and he's just looking at himself in the mirror yeah. and smiling, touching his face. He's so he's like ah oh, my new body. You know it's it's like really laying it on thick. Uh, and it's pretty fucking. And yet Jennifer's like. They're like, okay, whatever. Yeah, Karen's like, a little creeped huh? out, but yeah, Jennifer's just like, what? Paul. <laughs> yeah, like, you've never done any of this before, but oh, Paul, it's just Paul being Paul. She's you wacky guy. So the three of them go to, I guess, is supposed to be a fancy restaurant, but not really a fancy restaurant. Where they, uh, and this is where you really start seeing the changes in Paul's personality. Dude, I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah. I um, love it. The sisters head to the bar for drinks while they wait for a table. Uh, Paul, I don't like to wait. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he says. I don't like to wait. I don't like to wait. <laughs> um, Paul hits up this pretty red-haired waitress who shoots him down. Yeah, he's he lays it on thick. Thick. Like, you can't get much thicker than that. Oh, my God. It's like extra thick, creamy peanut butter thick. The kind that you need, like, two glasses of milk to wash down. It's so thick. Um. So, but, after, yeah, redhead shoots him down and she walks away. After the redhead walks away... He immediately turns and hits on this blonde woman. I think it's maybe supposed to be a manager who was coming up to save the who saw what was going on. And it's like, sir, can I get you a drink or something? And he's like, can I get you anything? And she, he, Paul tells her, I want milk. While he's staring directly at her. She's tits. got like a low cut shirt and her titties are pushed up. And he goes, I'll take milk. And she's like, oh. she crosses her arms, covering up her tits. She's like, we don't serve milk here. And just walks away. <laughs> then Paul's eyes begin to glow red. And we see the boobs on the blonde woman begin to shrivel up and shrink. Underneath her clothes. Underneath her clothes. <laughs> she freaks out, rightfully so, runs to the bathroom where she undoes her shirt, and we see her shriveled up tits, which are just na- normal tits. You know what it is? It's probably that she, they probably put prosthetics and push her boobies to the moon. Oh, yeah. And then when they're like, okay, now we're going to show these disgusting boobs, it's just, just her boobs. It's just her boobs. <laughs> like, she's like, oh, man. Oh, because she is thin. She's real thin. thin. She's real thin. And she's like, I want my boobs back. Oh, and when she says, I want my boobs back. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Yeah. She screams out, I want my breasts back, is what she actually says. And uh, you want, go ahead. You can and take she this says one. that, yeah. all of a sudden, there's tits growing out of her back. Giant fucking tits grow out of her back. Giant tits growing out of her back as she says this. And she's starting to freak out. Cut away, and we never see it again. No, I want to know what happened to her. What happened to the titties in the bag? What happened? Why, why don't people like? What the hell happened to you? <laughs> you went to the bathroom. Now you got back boobies. They're ginormous. I know. I mean, this is a, a, a medical miracle or, or mystery or whatever. I want to ride breast back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's. Yeah, they won't follow that story. Yeah, I, I, I want to follow that and up. And they just kept, just done, done, gone. See it again. Yeah, they just like, it's like a little gag. It's like ah, breasts on the back. Get it? Yeah, done. It's so juvenile. It's so dumb. It's, this whole movie's dumb. <laughs> yeah. So we go back to Paul, who's still trying to get the host or uh, Maitre D to get them their table, and the host tells him it'll be a few more minutes. Not having that bullshit, Paul becomes <laughs> like that. fucking Darth Vader and begins to force choke the guy. He totally does. He's force choking the guy. He's just—he's like, I told you, it'd be a few minutes, and then he just gives him the eye. <laughs> his face starts turning red. He's clutching at his throat. He's totally using the force. He's force choke, yeah. And 
Now, I will say, I can't really blame Paul here for not, for getting a little impatient. I, I kind of, I sympathize with Paul because the restaurant's not fucking busy. Dude, it is like. I, you can clearly see like several dozen empty <laughs> tables sitting around. There's like three other people in this restaurant. Tables and like, everywhere. They're like, it'll be a few minutes, sir. We're full. I'm like, no, you're clearly not. <laughs> like, don't Quit being an asshole. Like, would it really take you that much to get some more extras to fill in this restaurant scene? Would it really have been that much harder? Right. Come on. Just like... I'd be pissed off too, boss Paul. You're, like, yeah, you're telling me I have to wait here. I can see like your entire restaurant. Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> yeah. So the three of them, they're, they're eating dinner. They're talking. Uh, the subject of the occult comes up. Uh, Paul starts to talk about Maggie Black, the old woman that owned the house before them. He says that she had a darker side. And all of this he claims to have learned from the real estate agent. Now, this is possessed Paul, remember. Yeah. This is this is Paul under the spell. Demon Paul. Demon Paul. Possessed yeah. Paul. PP. Uh, now we cue the, 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 the big flashback scene. And we go back to the early 70s where a younger Maggie Black is having a house party. Fuck yeah, she is. And we see some of the dead people that came out of the walls at Paul earlier. This is where we finally see them. Uh, there's and- also a naked woman in body paint. Uh, handing out flowers saying, peace, love, and Satan. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> I love her because she is smoking hot. I don't know. I thought she was. Uh, you know. Young Maggie's asking her friends, like, who brought these people here? And Referring to the naked woman I just mentioned and her group of people she's with who are painting the walls in the black room. And just dropping buckets of acid. Yeah. Oh, my God. They just keep showing this guy. It's like with like a little dropper just dropping drops in everyone's mouth like all the time. That's all he does. It's like, okay, man, this is your role. Just drop acid <laughs> constantly. That's all he's doing. Yeah. So His the brain is must be on Mars. The occult members, they're, the cult members are they're the ones painting all the runes on the wall. And they're this redhead that we saw come out of the wall earlier says that she met them at another party and she invited them here saying they're magic. They're magic. Yeah, that's called fucking acid. Yeah. Huh? It's LSD, honey. Maggie <laughs> and her friends go to the the basement room, the black room. Uh, now, again, why this whole fucking party is taking place in the basement is beyond me and, frankly, pretty fucking stupid and lazy. Now, do you like, know what, do I mean, what? I get having a house party. I mean, if you're going to have a house party, why? I don't understand why everybody would be in the basement if you have an entire house to party in. Now, this would be my thought. How old was she supposed to be here? Because it seemed like maybe they're college, college age. Yeah. I mean, I so if it's their parents' house, you don't want to fuck up the parents' house, so you go to the basement. You yeah, know, but like, not this kind of basement. It's not a furnished, nice basement. It's just no, but a I mean, dirty, basically, dude, storage room. College, <laughs> dude, college, we used to do that kind of stuff, too. Like, I, I've gone to some dirty fucking basement parties because they didn't want to get the upstairs all fucked up when you have... 40 people stomping around dropping buckets of acid. I get so, it. Just, so, I mean, that's, I, I, I let that slide. I, I think it was just slide. a lazy script writing for him to say, so they didn't have to do more, you know, locations. <laughs> throw it in the basement. They need the black room, man. But again, it's like, if you're a cultist and you're saying, most Satanists are pretty secretive. They don't really let, you know, out open about that. These people are like, let's go to this party and fuck up this bitch's house <laughs> with our, our Satan rituals. That she has nothing to do with, hey, and right man. in front of everybody else. It was the end of the '60s, beginning of the '70s. That stuff was, you know, you know, it was Timothy Leary, "Free Your Mind," you know, "Peace, Love, Dope," that kind of that kind of thing. I, I, I can see it totally. All it's right. it was a different time, man. It was a different time. Expand your mind, Marshall. Anyway, Maggie gets upset that they've covered the walls and all these runes and paint and all this, 
she tells him, hey, you got to clean this shit up. And she goes to leave the room, but she gets grabbed by one of the cult members. Now, somehow she ends up standing in the middle of the circular room on the on the floor. The the mystic circle, the mystic circle. Yeah. The cult leader begins chanting. He's got his face all painted black and white. He's wearing robes. He looks more like a fucking witch doctor. Than yeah, a- he looks like a weirdo, like, priestess. He almost looks like the weird spook in Scooby-Doo entrance or intro. I don't know. One, <laughs> I don't know. One, but one he, he looks like, yeah, he looks like, like a voodoo guy or something more yeah, voodoo than Yeah, yeah, yeah and he's Satanism. just like some skinny, bald, white guy. Yeah. <laughs> With a bad uh, goatee. Looks like he'd be like a really lame, like, college like professor, like a junior college yeah like (laughs) just take him out of those robes wash his face put a tweed jacket on him yeah you're fucking got an english professor (laughs) uh anyway so that's probably his day job (laughs) well all the other drunk and stone hippies they're just watching in awe they're just like oh what's going on um now i do need to point out that magley Maggie can easily leave the circle there is nothing or anyone holding her there but she chooses to just stand there and look around. The room begins to fill with smoke. Maggie's like, oh, oh no, no, oh no, oh no. And the hippies, the cultists, they're laughing. Like, Maggie yeah. Maggie starts moaning in pleasure, saying Whoa. she can feel it inside of her. Yeah. And then suddenly a long tentacle-like thing comes out of nowhere, it wraps around one of Maggie's legs, and we see it and we see rising up behind Maggie is this horned demon. Uh, the demon starts to grope Maggie's boobs while I assume getting fucked by the tentacle around her leg. Cause it looked like it went up her leg. Yep. <laughs> uh, but that that's, that, that's okay. But as soon as the demon licks Maggie's face, that's what snaps her out of the trance. <laughs> Not the giant, like eight foot tentacle fucking her. It's Dude. being licked on the face. That snaps her out. He of must it. have some fucking ass breath. I swear <laughs> to God, that's gotta be it. He's just been eating ass for millennia. Well, maybe he's got like <laughs> a cat tongue, you know, like <laughs> that rough sandpaper. A tongue. rough taft gun that's been eating ass for millennia. <laughs> he's a sex demon. He's into that shit. Yeah. So he's. <laughs> she screams, runs out of the circle, and out of the room. Now, when she leaves the circle, her foot like kind of breaks the ring. It's a salt ring, and so yeah. she, you see the salt. Uh, she breaks the, the, and the circle just, is broken. Yes, it is no longer enclosed. The cult leader yells out, you can never leave the ceremony. And another cult person like yells out, you fool, you let it out. Well, yeah, thanks for the heads up, asshole. Yeah, he didn't say anything before then. <laughs> How is she supposed to know? Yeah. She, she's being fucked by some demon. She's yeah. like, you're inspector of state. She's like, what? Oh, party oh. foul, party foul, man. Party foul. Party foul. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Maggie, uh, uh blah, blah. She reaches out at, for support beam slash post um, where we see has like the large silver talisman hanging on it already. Yeah. So what? It's How, already just it's there. Just, it's just like a decorative tchotchke or something at this yeah. point. <laughs> it's like something. It's like maybe you get on like I expect to see like you get something like an like, Indian reservation, like maybe yes. silver topaz or something like that. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's just hanging on the post. Like how is this supposed to have any kind of. <laughs> So magical ritual powers. I, I went to Santa Fe. Oh, what'd you get? This, I got this. This thing. <laughs> this is what I remember Santa Fe from. And they, they, apparently it's so important nice that they don't even have it upstairs. It's like, just throw it in the yeah, basement. Like, well, it's I don't really junk. care about Santa Fe that much, so. <laughs> it's junk. S- sorry to our listeners in Santa Fe. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, however, uh, Maggie falls to the floor, still reeling in ecstasy. 
one of her friends is trying to get her up, saying, we can't stay here, we gotta go, we can't stay here, and the demon just starts killing everybody. Yeah, he is no longer in the fuck mood, he is in the kill mood. Yeah, he's in slaughter everybody, I want to feed on your soul mood. Yeah, he, what happened to, like, good old fuck time, good times Yeah, demon? Um, Man, you, bring break, that demon back. <laughs> you break that circle, he is pissed. Yeah. Um, now, maybe that's, like, his Viagra or something maybe. in there, who knows. Now, some... People, the demon kills by hand, just straight up hand to hand style. Like but a, slashes. A vast and... majority. Now, stay with me here. He kills by what? Well, I'm not really sure what. Like during the killing spree, we, this, the, it's an incubus. Let's just get that out of the way. Yeah. It's an incubus. Sends out some kind of high pitched sound wave that seems to like rack everyone's minds. Like all the party goers seem to fall to the floor, grabbing at their heads. Um, and we see Maggie's friend begin to bleed from the nose. So, yes. But it also gives you the idea that they are all in extreme state of orgasming because they're, or that they're in pleasure overload, <laughs> that it's so much to take that it just kills them. Either way, it's fucking bonkers. I'm not sure what happens here to be exact. I don't know it's, either, but I kind of like it. It's just, everybody's dead. It's just, he's dead. Everybody's dead. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of hard because... This whole movie has been about the sex demon. You know, basically we were okay. Incubus, this yeah. this is the sex demon. This is the sex demon. All right, so we got the sex demon, and then he shoots out this sonic wave, fuck wave. Fuck, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, but is it is it hurting him or making him horny? I can't quite. You can't. Tell I know it's really because hard some to tell. people's O faces are kind of confusing. Yeah, like some. <laughs> well, that's what I said. Like some people look like they're about. Bu- bu- busting in their pants, but then you see Maggie's frame is like bleeding from the nose yeah, and, and she like does not look happy. So it's like, I yeah, you don't know what's going on. Anyway, Maggie regains enough enough of her senses, and she grabs the silver talisman, which begins to glow again. The incubus retreats into the room. Oh, once he sees it, yeah, it's like it's fucking kryptonite. Yeah, it's he just, kryptonite. He's like, oh, yeah. oh, he's putting his <laughs> hands he's like, up. Fire back. Yeah. Oh. Protecting, like <laughs> shielding his face. Oh! It's such a cliche. Like it's something I would expect to see, like an old black and white Dracula Frankenstein yes! movie, the like, Universal Monster movie. Like, yeah, it's like you hold the cross up. <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> know, Boris Karloff is going. Yeah, you got a fire. <laughs> fire man. It's, it's, what? <laughs> So, what is this thing? I know. We don't know. Again, you never get any explanation of it. <laughs> you never get never. an explanation. It's not, like, it's not like somebody produced like one of these cult members pulls it out and like, oh, this is like the central thing. This to will help check. us. This, this will keep us. This keep will it keep it safe. Yeah. No. It's just it's a fucking Chotsky hanging on a post <laughs> in a basement from Santa Fe. He must really hate Santa Fe. <laughs> I think that he must hate or hate Topaz or something. He's like, no. It's so tacky. (laughs) (laughs) I love it too much. It's too tacky. Oh, that tackiness. Uh, Sending back to my fuck dimension. Ah. So the the incubus retreats into the black room. The door closes on it, and we're taken back to the present. Paul finishes up the story. Jennifer asks, what's an incubus? And Karen explains it all to her. Um, I hope I don't have to explain it to anybody out there, but in case, if you don't get it right, an incubus is... I didn't know. It's a fuck demon. Yeah. Um, it's, it's it, a- an incubus and a succubus, they're fuck demons. They were myths and legends. Uh, the incubus was the male, the succubus was the female, and they would come to would mostly... Come. <laughs> uh, in the old days, it was mostly women would repair. It was like 
the excuse that women would have for if they were feeling too horny or say they got, oh, an incubus fucked me and I had, you know, like, oh, I got sex with a demon. And, they, you know, there's Yeah, there's men were seduced story. by a succubus. And, and, and men used yeah. it as a way to, like, you know, explain away, like, why I guess, he banged behind his wife's back. Or, like, you know, um, uh, you know, nocturnal emissions, if you will. <laughs> uh, the wet dreams or something like that. So, I mean, there's all sorts of yeah. legend. But, yeah, the incubus and the succubus, they, they go hand in hand. So, anyway, uh, Paul then spots the redheaded waitress from earlier, and he begins to, like, lick his lips and watch her as she's doing her thing. And Yeah, he starts talking about how some incubus are so powerful that they can just will sexual pleasure upon someone. Yeah, uh, any place, any time. And that's when we see Paul running his, the fi- his finger around the rim of his coffee cup, and this seems to cause the redhead to start feeling all hot and bothered and horned <laughs> up. He starts finger fucking his coffee. He starts diddling his coffee. He's diddling his coffee. He's, he's banging his espresso. Yeah, and the redhead he's is, is finger like finger blasting his espresso. <laughs> <laughs> and the redhead is like on the verge of just calming. Like she is selling it. Yeah, she, she is. She is selling it, and she's like falling into this guy's lap because she can barely keep her balance because she is just nutting so hard. Exactly. Um. So if. He fingers his coffee a few more times. The waitress <laughs> on the verge of coming. She tries to, you know, excuse me, excuse me, but uh, I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on. But then she ends up like clinging to a wall. <laughs> she's she's like, holding herself up. Up against the wall. Yeah. She's gasping in pleasure while several dudes are trying to help her. But they just carry on. I'm like, are they really helping her? She's been carrying away two guys for a gangbang. Like, what's, what's that? What's happening? Who are these guys? Yeah. Where are they going? What's going on? Yeah. Did they just go outside. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> At first, like, oh, they're just trying to help her get her out of there. But they're like, are they, though? Who are these creeps? Are they really? Because it's not it's like not in the restaurant staff. Yeah, it's it's, it's like, not like the host that no, was doing it's it. It's just like two random dudes. Just like, I got this. Don't worry. We got we this. We got this one. We, we got, got this. this. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so the three of them talk some more. And then we cut to the cut to them back in, at the house. And Paul is once again in the basement. Um. While Jennifer and Karen are up in the guest room talking, Karen wants to know what the fuck is up with Paul. And while they're talking, we see Paul in the basement using his magic to do like various things, like open, like basically, he's using the force to open doors and yeah. light the furnace and take his shirt off and <laughs> take his shirt off. Yeah. Uh, he goes in the black room and takes yeah he takes his shirt off in the black room and he goes up to one of the walls and he starts touching it and his touch brings the wall to life and here. And we hear the sounds of women moaning in pleasure coming from the wall. Paul begins to rub his body up against the wall, which seems like start rubbing him back. His slimy goo starts dripping down. cue the goo. Cue the goo. Cue the goo. Paul starts licking the wall, and the red arms come out. But there's like, it's kind of like that effect where there's a, like the wall stretches. Yeah. Like there's hands yeah, the wall and stretch. it's faces moving around. and butts and boobs pushing yeah. against the wall. And he's like, yeah, just, just motorboat in the wall. Uh, but yeah, well, that's as soon as he licks it, that's when everything starts coming out. Um, <laughs> and the, the hands are rubbing all over his body. And then, like I said, this shit gets fucking weird. It goes on for a while. It, it basically <laughs> it goes on for a while. It's really fucking weird. And it ends with Paul fucking, fucking the, wall. the wall. He literally fucks the wall. <laughs> he busts the nut. In the wall. With with authority. <laughs> Real authority. With authority. Like power. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'll have what he's having. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, the sisters are still up in the guest room talking. Paul enters. Jennifer is like, whatever. And she takes Paul to bed. Karen is wearing a sweet ministry shirt. Yes. Um, in their bedroom, Paul asks Jennifer if she would like to invite her little sister in to join them tonight. Rightfully so, Jennifer gets outraged and disgusted at Paul. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, he continues to try to talk her into fucking him, but she refuses and tells him, you know, you fuck you, find somewhere else to sleep tonight, kicks him out of the bedroom. Time passes. Jennifer's asleep, and a shirtless Paul enters Karen's room. Karen is still awake. She's sitting up in bed reading a book about ruins. Not <laughs> runes. I'm sorry. Runes. Not runes. Uh, she says annoyingly, is there something I can do for you, Paul? And with that, Paul says, yes, I think you can do something for... I think... Yes, and I think I can do something for you as well. And he starts taking his pants off, uh, which he's naked underneath. He, he's Karen shuts him down, tells him to leave now, and just maybe she won't tell. Jeff Although about she this. does stop and say, "Wow, I do see now why my sister likes you," because apparently Paul has got a big fucking hog on him. <laughs> um, refusing to be denied, Paul says, "For someone so into demons, I'm surprised that you never thought about how it would feel to have one in, inside you." With that, Paul tosses his arms up into the air and the sheets fly off of Karen's bed. And at the same time, Karen's body is pulled by an invisible force down the bed, like more and, like, centered on the bed. Pinned down. And pins her there by, she's pinned by the wrist. And now we see that all she's wearing is like the, the, the ministry t-shirt, uh, like tall panties. black socks and black panties. Karen screams out for Jennifer to help her. But uh, there's a, and we get a quick cut to show that Jennifer's still asleep in bed. But she seems to also be pinned down by the wrist, having either a nightmare or a sex dream. It's really hard can't to tell. tell can't because tell. she looks distressed and a little sweaty. Yeah. And she's going, uh, uh, uh. It's like, uh, all right, this is where this is where we got to, like, we got to have a fine line. Like, if you're going to be having an O face, let us know. If you're going to be having a scared face, mm. let us know. Like, you can't, like, yeah, ride this line. Lion face and lemon face. Lion face and lemon face. Come on. <laughs> lion face. Ah! Lemon face. Ooh! Lion face. Ah! Lemon face. Ooh! <laughs> so, um, Paul uses his force powers to rip Karen's shirt open. He then gets on top of her. And now Paul's face has begun to change to look more demonic. And his voice deepens. And we see what is either a tentacle or the tip of a demonic tail rise. I'm thinking it's a tail from here on out, actually. Um, the tip of his demonic tail rising up over his shoulder. And then with one powerful, powerful thrust, the tail shoots into Karen's vagina. Powerful. Paul fucks her with his demonic barbed tail. He fucks her so deep that we see the tip of the tail moving up under her skin, up to her tits. It's a good effect. It is a good effect. Under the skin, moving up. And then with another thrust, we see the tip of the tail come out of her mouth. As he is as just... <laughs> Dude, even more intense than he was fucking the wall. Yeah, it was. Blood sprays the walls and the lampshades. Paul continues to... Con- Keeps thrusting deeper into her, and now about a good two feet of barbed tail has ripped through Karen's mouth and face. Her jaws her off jaws, the side. Yeah, her jaws is completely ripped off. Paul's laughing as he as he comes or whatever. You <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's what he does? Woo! We cut to Jennifer waking up the next morning to find Karen's room empty and Paul cooking and, and, in the kitchen and clean and clean, spotless. Bed's yeah. made. 
No blood anywhere. No, 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 no evidence of demon fuck. I don't. I feel like I can't brush over. Like, can we give that scene a, the, the? It's so. Oh, come on, the it's girl gets so fucked to death by a goddamn tail. It's insane. It goes through her body, yes. out her mouth as he's going. <laughs> 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 So crazy. It's hard because we went, we put a lot into the wall fucking, yeah. and then you go immediately to that. Yeah. This, uh, give me a minute. Uh, uh, you drained me dry, Paul. I know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, dude! It's like it's like you had the waitress scene, and then you had the wall fucking scene, and then you have this scene. It's just like, oh, it's enough. Ah. I will say the movie is paced pretty well. Like it doesn't. There's not too many. It's there's not, not a lot of downtime. No, there's not. So, all right. So anyway, Paul tells Karen, tells Jennifer that Karen left early and he apologizes for his behavior last night. And Jennifer's like, okay, why? And I forget, whatever. She quickly forgives him, which again I think bullshit on. I'm pretty sure if like your wife. Or uh, my my girl is like, hey, oh, yeah. I, I, why don't you bring your sister into our bedroom? I want to fuck both of you at the same time. Would take more than a good night's sleep to oh, forgive it, you. It would take months of therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Jeff was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> no bigs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you made me eggs. All oh, is forgiven. If only that's all it took. God damn. God damn. <laughs> uh, he leaves, so uh, Paul leaves to go take a shower, but not before sucking on Jennifer's earlobe, getting her all hot and bothered. Big time. Now the plumber shows up. This yeah. is like a fucking, just, this is a porn, man. We got an electrician, <laughs> and now the plumber's the plumber come to fix her pipes. <laughs> uh, and if, yeah, he comes to fix the pipes in the washing machine. We, you know who this guy is? He looks like a poor man's Lou Diamond Phillips. He's in fucking, um, <clears throat> he's in Doom Generation. He's in Go, but his probably his most famous role or most noticeable role is Independence Day. He is Randy Quaid's son from Independence Day. You know, oh, crazy yeah. ass Randy Quaid, like the aliens are back. Yeah, ah. I guess this is He's up the now. son okay. of Randy Quaid because he's like, you should be proud of your dad. He goes, I am. It was that guy. Yeah, yeah. I can see it. I didn't look. I also I didn't look up the plumber's name, but I just look at him. I, like, I recognize him immediately. I'm like, holy shit! I know this guy. Really? Because I to me, I first thing I said, he looks like poor man's Lou Diamond Phillips. He does long fucking hair. Well, he and... looked like that too in Independence Day, also. <laughs> <laughs> but he's in a lot of like '90s stuff. Okay. Yeah, like Doom Generation was a big one. That was like '95, '96. I've heard of it. I haven't seen yeah. it, but I've, I've heard That's that a one. weird one too. <laughs> um, so uh, we cut to Jennifer finishing getting dressed. Paul gets out of the shower wanting to bang, but she denies him because she has to leave for work or whatever. Yeah, she's got to go work at the bookstore. The bookstore. Um, Paul notices the necklace that she's wearing is the one that Karen gave her with the, the talisman on it. He does not like it. Yeah, and, he's, and she's, he's like, oh, no. And she like goes in to kiss him. He kind of like, oh, get away from like, me. recoils. Yeah. So down in the basement, the plumbers work on the washer. We see the door to the black room swing open behind him. Um, and we see... Karen dash behind him from one side to the other, and he spins around, not seeing anything. And giggling. And when he turns back around to, to face the washer, there, sitting on top of the dryer, or the washer, whatever it is, is Karen looking all super sexy and horned up with just her panties and the ripped shirt on. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, the, the makeup's 
gone. She looks yeah. she looks hot here, a lot better. Yeah, than she looks before. way better here. And she just starts to masturbate in front of him. She just starts double clicking that mouse. Yeah, she is. She's she's going to town on that taco. Um <laughs> uh so she she uh she goes to him now. She she starts masturbating. She, then she goes to him and starts to take off his pants. She's she's like, no, no, just we're doing this. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. She backs him up against the washer, tells him she needs him inside of her. Drops to her knees, starts blowing him right then and there. And I kind of love it because he's like, whoa, no, oh, oh fuck it, I'm gonna get fired. Yeah, <laughs> best line. Yeah, uh, they they end up fucking on the floor against the dryer. Um, with her, she's on top, and. He says that no one, the partner's like, oh, God, no one will ever believe this. And Karen's like, no one will ever find out. And with that, she tosses her head back in pleasure. And when it comes back, and when she brings her head back up, it, her face is changed to look like what she did when she was killed. Like her face. Jaws ripped off. Yeah, it's all bloody. Her jaws gone. Um, And so, of course, the plumber's freaking the fuck out. Get off me. Get off me. And Karen kills him by just repeatedly smashing his face. With like the dryer door, like he has it because his head, the dryer door is open. He yeah. is leaning leaning against it as she was riding him, and then she starts smashing the door again and again. Yeah, and the effect isn't bad, but you can tell it's like they're doing cuts because he smashes and she pulls back, and his face has got bloody nose and smashes yeah, and yeah, pulls you see back, the, 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 and like now he's got a black the, eye and he's got more blood and smashes again. And yeah, it's like, you see the you know it's the, the progression worse worse. of the of the impacts. Yeah, um, now she does this. <laughs> She does this so much and so hard that even though you don't see it, you see it coming up, but she ends up decapitating him with the dryer door. <laughs> so you can kind of see the head, and she pops the head off into the dryer. Uh, and yeah, lands in the dryer. Once he's dead, Paul pops up out of nowhere and says he needs the plumber's key so he can move the plumber's car. He also tells Karen to take him uh, bringing the plumber inside, referring to the black room, that she needs nourishment and that it's coming soon. So we're getting all some, oh, oh no. He then makes out with Karen's bloody half face for a bit and then leaves. Uh, Karen takes the head out of the dryer and drags the body into the black room. Cut to Paul uh, dropping the plumber's van off on some street corner and up jogs his friend Howard. Now, Howard starts to complain to Paul about how his wife won't have sex with him until he loses 10 pounds. And Paul tells, like, oh, really? Well, why don't you bring her over to the house tonight for a celebration? And It's like, a housewarming party. Yeah, like, okay, cool. So we'll do that. Uh, we cut to Jennifer at work at this bookstore. Yeah, it's like, it's like an old. It's like a, it's not a, yeah, it's like an a used like your old bookstore. Yeah, it's like it's like it's a good bookstore. The ones that you like. Oh, this is a this. You walk in and it smells like books. It's the kind you always and, think you're like, kind of cool, and you, but you never see anywhere because they really don't exist anymore. Well, there's, there's a couple in St. Louis, but yeah, it's like. Yeah, but it's not. It's, I it's mean, not it, a it's Barnes. Also, and, it's not a Barnes and Noble. It's, it's I don't know if it's supposed to be an old one necessarily, but it's just like. It's just a small town. It's like the small town bookstore, like a mom and pop bookstore. Um, I like it. Uh, so she's leaving a voicemail on Karen's phone. Jennifer's flipping through some book on the occult and just so happens to flip to the right pages. They have the same runes on them that are on the walls in the black room. 
But she does just end up closing the book and restocking it. You know the funny thing is, is that she has, she hasn't been in the black room. She doesn't know what these fucking runes look no, like. No, which I'm glad. Like she ain't like. Yeah, they, like, I will oh, say they oh, she didn't do that. Like, oh, yeah. I haven't I've seen these. Like, no, you haven't, bitch. But <laughs> yeah, luckily, that that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, so and by okay, we we just talked about the books. We we're talking about the books for a bit. When you see on the outside, it's like a small like strip mall little bookstore. But when you yeah. when she starts going to put these books back, it's the this thing's bigger than my college library. It's like the fucking TARDIS. It's huge bookstore. This is like a goddamn presidential library size <laughs> bookstore. The stacks are endless. Like it, the stacks just go on and on and on. It's almost like that the the, the library in the, the Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah, <laughs> the same thing. I expect some ghost librarian to come flying out of the wall. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was like, it, it's insane. It's 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 fucking stupid. Like, there's no. I'm sorry. It just it bothered me. Um. So anyway, Jennifer runs into this mystery woman draped in all black. Yeah. Who just she did run into the ghost. Yeah, there she is <laughs> the woman in black. <laughs> uh, the woman seems to know who Jennifer is and that she's living in Maggie's, uh, Maggie Black's old house. Jennifer asks the woman who she is and and uh. And the woman says, the only survivor. And she lifts up her veil and uncovering her face revealed the horribly burnt face. So this is now Dawn, Maggie's granddaughter. Do you think it was that horribly burnt? No, not for, again, a fireball in the face. I mean, she was engulfed in fire. Didn't look too bad. No. I'd still hit it. I was saying the same thing. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. Her lips are a little gone, but hey, you know what? That's okay. It's not even that bad. No, yeah. her lips aren't even that gone. It's like, no, not that bad. Like, yeah. you could go out in public. You're, you're not deformed. Like, yeah. She looks like a heavy smoker. And like, it's like, <laughs> and with that body, yeah, yeah. You, you're definitely, yeah, you're fine. You're, you're fine. You're fine. Um, so, yeah, it's Dawn, Maggie's granddaughter. Dawn warned Jennifer to get out of the house that the evil there will try to seduce you, that it tricks you with pleasure and will make you want more. It feeds off human desires, and if you're not careful, it will literally eat you alive. Dawn goes on to tell her about how the house ate up her grandmother, that she died trying to save to save her. Dawn then just covers up and she just Walks off, she disappears. Like runs out the emergency exit. Yeah, she's never seen again. <laughs> she doesn't go out the front door. She yeah. goes out like a weird and side for, door. Again, and Jennifer's just like, hey, wait, I got done. Go. She could easily go out. Again, this place is fucking huge. This girl isn't a like Batman. She's not just disappearing. Like You, <laughs> you Jennifer see could, her like running away. Jennifer could be easy like, hey, you go after her. Yeah. I'm not done with you. But Jennifer's like, huh? Where'd you go? What? Poof. Oh. Huh? Huh? <laughs> so we cut to Jennifer getting home. She's calling out for Paul. She goes down to the basement now looking for Paul. Everyone, it's, this is like a two-story, maybe three-story home. No, we it's two know. stories with the basement. It's a big-ass home. They never walk, like, they just constantly in the fucking yeah, basement. Yeah, exactly. I don't, it's another thing I hate about this movie. It's like, nobody's lounging around the nice, really nice yeah. upstairs area or the bedrooms or the, 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 the living room. You're like, oh, where's Paul? Oh, I guess I'll go look for him in the basement. Fucking basement again. Like, what? Why is it in the <laughs> basement? Like, why is it the first place? Yeah. Oh, um, no, they do have a pretty sweet fuck goo wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's where the accent piece... Oh, that's where the part that really brings the whole basement yeah. together. That brings the houses together. It's the fuck wall. Yeah, it's the fuck wall. That, that's why you buy this house. It's the yeah. showpiece of the house, the centerpiece. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. All right. So, um, 
Paul pops up out of nowhere in the basement, scares Jennifer. She asks him about the black room. Paul tells her it's still locked. Jennifer says she's going to call the real estate agent to see if she might have a key. And she tells Paul about her visit with Dawn. Uh, hearing Dawn's name, Paul perks up a bit and wants to know more like what she said to Jennifer. Uh, Jennifer feels, tells him everything. And uh, she goes like, "We you know, we should move now. We should." Uh, yeah, she's like, "I don't like this house. I'm and, getting the heebie-jeebies." And she even points out that Paul has been acting like an asshole since they moved in here, and that maybe the house is infecting him already. And Jennifer pulls out the book of runes, asking if Paul knows anything about them. Uh, again, why? Because Maggie didn't say anything about right. it, or Dawn didn't say anything yeah. about it. Like, why she has this book? Why she's never seen runes? She doesn't know anything, like, why they were never mentioned to her, but she brings it home anyway. Uh, but Paul, at this point, isn't even paying any attention to her. That is until Jennifer shows him the necklace that Karen gave her. And motherfucker. Paul, <laughs> Paul slaps her hand away, telling him to get that thing away from him, and then tosses the necklace into the fire of the furnace. Yeah, so like, Almost hitting the, sh- the coal shoveler on its way in. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of good this does. Yeah. You know? Again, it's like, it's like the spirit board. Like everything in this movie, like every prop means nothing yeah, it's in like this they're, movie. They're showing off this is like this necklace that he kind of recoils from from time to time, and all of a sudden he just grabs it. Like, Fuck this! Yeah, it one. Like, yeah. <laughs> he throws it in the fire. Fuck like it. so, Fuck <laughs> <this thing. laughs> it's not easy. Yeah. That's it. Like, <laughs> then we had this fucking Santa Fe talisman that gets kicked underneath the fucking dryer. <laughs> the spirit board is throwing a trash. Nothing in this movie matters. All these like mystical like yeah. like objects are just like. Fuck this. Fuck that. Fuck Fuck this, this. too. (laughs) (laughs) So, now angry, he turns on Jennifer, trying to debuff all of Dawn's claims. But he quickly calms down and starts to try to smooth her over. She leaves the go-call the real estate agent. Paul uses the force to rip the phone line from the wall right as (laughs) Tiffany Shepis picks up her phone. Uh, so Jennifer is about to try again from her cell phone, but the doorbell rings and it's Howard and his wife, Stacy. Jennifer takes Stacy on a tour of the house, leaving Paul with Howard. Of course, Paul takes Howard down to the basement. Yeah. Like, hey, let me show you this new house. Like, it's sure. a housewarming. He's like, let me show you around the house. Like, let me show you the basement. First, first place he wants to show him is the fucking basement. Basement. The fucking basement. And of course, Paul, Howard's like, all right, I guess. Um, and Howard's like perving it up. He's like, "Oh, did you get something weird? Did you get sexy? Yeah, sexy? he's. He, did, you get, did you get a sex swing? Howard's like a fucking high school kid, man. Yeah, he's he's like a fifteen year old. Yeah, who got his boner for the first, first time, time. Yeah, and now that's all he can think about is playing with his dick. Exactly. Um, seeing the runes on the wall, Howard approaches him, saying, "He's like, what the hell? All right, and um, and that's when he just gets grabbed by the face by the red hand. <laughs> red hand." Grabs him by the face and pulls him into the wall. It's like it's like when the hands come out of the food and Beetlejuice and grabs everybody by the face. Yeah, <laughs> it's like don't don't the shrimp hands. The shrimp hands. Yeah, it's, 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 it's what it's like, man. It's just like, hand comes out, pulls Howard into the wall. Howard's gone. All right, but they don't get to dance to Calypso. No, they don't. No. Um, back to Jennifer and Stacy in the master bedroom. Jennifer checks the phone, which is working up there, so she calls Shepis. Uh, and Stacy's like, oh, I'll leave you. She leaves the room to go find Howard. Stacy comes down the stairs, and she stops at the base of the stairs, calling for Howard. As the lights go out. The lights go out. A mist rises up from the floor, 
out of nowhere. Just sure. white mist. Instantly, Stacy goes into the, the pleasure trance. And, but only a small one. Cause, okay, this she snaps out when the lights go off. This one lights go out. And then she starts wandering around the dark house now, calling out for people. When she's getting her fuck face on, I couldn't tell. Again, there was another one of those moments. It's like, if that is your orgasmic face, I don't know if I'd want to have sex with you because <laughs> you're kind of confusing me. Am I hurting you? Am I, what, what's going on here? Because your face is confusing me. Um, so, yeah, she's wandering off the dark. The house is pitch black. She's wandering around by herself, calling out for anyone there. She hears a thud. She wanders further into the darkness. Suddenly, Paul pops up next to her with a flashlight. Bing. Bing. Like, with the, like underneath him, like, he's doing the scary face with the light. Like the campfire yeah. scary face, yeah. Scaring Stacy. He's like, oh, I just blow a few. I just blew a few. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she asks where Howard is. He tells, oh, he's in the basement helping me fix the fuse. And Paul's like, oh, we could use your help, too. And she's like, what the fuck? Walk- this is a two-man job. She goes, you can hold the flashlight. Yeah. She just should have said, no. Yeah. like You hold the flashlight. Howard can hold the yeah. flashlight. You fix the fuse. You're done. Done. I'm not going down there. <laughs> exactly. I thought the same fucking thing. <laughs> this is not a three-person job. Yeah. But she's like, okay. And she leads her down to the basement. On the way there, Paul says to Stacy that Howard tells him that he she's been a frigid little bitch, which is too bad because it looks like she has a killer body under those clothes. Why don't we see? And again, he uses his force powers to rip open her dress. Throws his hand up and poof. Uh, in panties her, and bra. Yeah, in her shock, Stacy loses her balance, falls down the stairs, getting knocked unconscious in the process, and you can see a small pool of blood formed under her head. So at this point, she might be dead for all yeah. we don't fucking know. Um... But she's out. Paul says to prepare her, and we see the red hands reach out from behind, <laughs> off screen from behind boxes, and drag her. Drag away. her. Now this is the one and only time that hands are, are out, out of the room, which makes the, not in the wall. Yeah, which yeah. makes zero sense. Like yeah. if they can come up, why aren't they out the whole time? Then like skidding, like, like you sneaking have, around. Yeah, if pulling, you have minions, like, why aren't you have minions running around doing your bidding? Running around grabbing butts. Yeah, and, like, you know, like it makes no like really. Like, pulling down bras and whatever, you know, just doing sexy mischief. Yeah, I was like, why are they... Finger in the old butthole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just something. Yeah, I just, it didn't, I hate it. It didn't make any sense to me. Like, yeah. that's, now they come out, like, it would make, it made more sense if, like, Karen came back and drugged the body away. Like, that would have been fine. I've been okay with that. But yeah. why the red hands? Because they're supposed to be attached to the wall. Or it could have been Howard. Yeah, or Howard, yeah. too. Uh, like, which, a, like, because we've seen Karen possessed. Howard and like, been fine, yeah. Yeah, like we've we've seen like once you're gone, you can do like you're 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 under the spell of Paul. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I hate the fact that it was the hands because it just looks stupid. Anyway, we go back to Jennifer. She's coming downstairs from the from the second floor, not to the base. She's coming downstairs, calling out for everyone. Again, Paul pops up with the flashlight, and Paul tells Jennifer that Howard and Stacy left. So like. It's been like you know those two. It's been two minutes. Ma- I'm gonna say maybe five because she's on the phone having Max. a conversation. No longer than yeah. I'm just like oh, the people who just showed up instantly turned and left again. Already. Anyway, Jennifer tells Paul that she just got off the phone with Monica, the real estate agent, so Tiffany Shep is. And Paul says, "Oh, did she ruin my surprise? Let me guess. Did she mention that she never told me any of the shit that I told you about? He didn't say shit, but I, yeah. I'm saying shit. paraphrasing. I'm here. paraphrasing here." Uh, any of the shit that I told you about Maggie, Dawn, and the house, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Jennifer's like, yeah, she's all freaked out. Paul invites her downstairs to see what he's been working on for the past two and a half years and then disappears into the darkness. Now, 
again, I think at this point, Jennifer's just like, you know what? I'm Fuck leaving. This. I'm out. I'm out. Just walk out the door, drive away. But she's like, nope. All right, let me follow you into the darkness, into the dark basement, when obviously everything about demons and all this stuff is probably seems to be true, and you are obviously possessed. Yeah. But I'm going to follow you blindly into the darkness of a basement. You do fuck me pretty good in that bathtub, so uh, <laughs> I'm game. <laughs> like, it just... Nobody would do that. I mean, like, get the fuck out of the house. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Anyway, so Jennifer wanders through the house looking for him with a flashlight. And, of course, like I said, she ends up in the basement. And this is when the flashlight stops working. Wah, just, wah. Of course. like Sure. Cliché has to. Battery just happened to stop working right at that point. Uh, she sees... She sees light coming from behind the black room door. So she approaches it. The door opens inside the black room, which now looks like something from a fucking alien movie. And it's like twice the size. I mean, it's not even twice. It's it's huge. It's, it's, it's going from like a small little basically closet fuck, of a room. Fuck wall. Fuck wall <laughs> to like a massive fucking room. And it's like, like I said, it's an alien. It might be an alien because the walls are covered in slime and goo. There's giant glowing pulsing like egg sacs with, yes. with like fleshy roots sticking on them like stuck to the walls in the middle of the floor with tubes leading in and yeah. out of it like like, like like umbilical cords yeah and like we see the bodies of all of the past victims like they're like stuck to the wall like plastered in like alien yeah you know very alien-esque yes yeah. um now inside the sacks we can see hands moving around and pushing against like the thin fleshy membra- membrane yeah. of the egg sac Paul pops up behind Jennifer in full demon face now. He asks her if she likes it, and you know, and and he congratulates her because they're going to have a baby. <laughs> Jennifer freaks out. Paul welcomes her to the womb of the house and tells her she's just in time to help with the delivery. The womb room. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's Jennifer, fun to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jennifer finally sees Karen's body. She breaks into tears. But, like, like, squishes her way yeah. over to her. It's so clumsy because this is, like, a really gross, squishy... She's, like, moving tentacles out of the way, squishing through. She almost loses her balance, like, yeah. three times. Like, clumsily stomps over to Karen, whose jaw is gone. He got yeah. all fucked up. And Paul's like, don't worry about her. They're all serving a purpose. They're all, everything's all good. He continues to ramble on about how demons from his dimension have powers, but... Are, also have limits unless the wall can be broken down or some shit like that. I didn't care. Uh, we get a quick shot of old Maggie Black who looks dead, but then we Dude, she's see, like looking around. But then her eyes, her are open. eyes are moving. Well, at first she's like closed, looking around she, the room. She's not like moving her head left and right. She looks static. She looks like she's dead, like you said. But her <laughs> eyes were closed, and then, I'm saying they were closed, and they just, just open pops up. Pops open her eyes yeah. and looks around, just yeah, taking it all in. Uh. Paul's he's still rambling on about demon shit and that the baby will be human on the outside, demon on the inside. During his speech, he we also like fluids or like the essences of the dead victims flowing from from the bodies to the egg sac via, via like a an massive fleshy umbilical cord. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Yeah. Umbilical cord. That's what I put. Because they're like, because then they focus on Stacy. We're coming up on Stacy. Yeah. yeah. Um. Suddenly, a hand reaches out and grabs Jennifer's shoulder. Jennifer screams, spins around, and it's Stacy. Stacy, she's alive. She's alive. She's come too. She's confused as all hell. She's like, "Where am I? What's going on?" And then she looks around and she begins to freak out. But she really loses her shit when she looks down to see the umbilical cord is attached to her stomach. Yeah, to like to her belly button. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer tries to pull it off, 
but Paul stops her. He holds Jennifer at bay and forces her to watch as the pure sexual energy is sucked out of Stacy. She's so sexually repressed. Yeah. That energy is so powerful. Stacy is now moaning and screaming in ecstasy as her body begins to shrivel up. Um, it's like she's sucking in her the, stomach, yeah, but it's like to an extreme. Yeah, the screams of pleasure turn to screams of pain and terror. Jennifer breaks free from Paul, runs to the door as Stacy dies. Of course, the door is still locked, though, or is now locked, whatever. Paul says it's time to join the party, and with that, he rips open his shirt, and an umbilical cord. <laughs> time to join the party! Wow! Yeah, and, and an umbilical cord just launches itself out of nowhere and it attaches itself to his stomach. Uh, but then he is grabbed from behind by old Maggie, who somehow puts in arms reach. Puts him in a fucking rear naked choke. Yeah, this little old woman. <laughs> She yells at Jennifer, like, this is your only chance to save Paul. Jennifer rushes over to Paul and starts to try to rip the umbilical, umbilical cord off of him. Maggie's yelling at Paul to fight it. He's like, fight it, Paul. And Jennifer, you know, Jennifer's still struggling with the cord. Jennifer must mishear what she's saying because instead of not, fight. Not ha- having much luck trying to rip the cord off. And instead of fight, she, she might hear the word bite. Because she sinks her fucking teeth into this she thing. She goes down to the umbilical cord. <laughs> Dude, she's chewing on like a dog with a bone, man. Her like, <laughs> and starts to rip off and just squirt but this. But the shit works. The umbilical cord comes loose and the cord detaches from the blade button and the slimy goo just like gives her a just, sprayer like a fucking fire hose. Jesus Christ. <laughs> How much more phallic like money shots can we get? I know. She's just getting fucking doused. <laughs> Dirty girl. Some of the stuff I expect to see like a trauma movie. Like it's like this like poultry guys level <laughs> like type shit but not. It's so ridiculous. Uh, and now a normal Paul drops to the floor. Jennifer hugs him. She thanks Maggie. And Maggie's again, like, all right. Like, first of all, Paul's been possessed this whole time without the umbilical cord. How is it that ripping the cord off suddenly turns them back to normal? Who fucking knows? It makes zero sense. No. Like, there's no again. The talisman didn't do shit. No, they didn't use that. It wasn't a spirit board. It wasn't anything. He's like, oh, he's demon. He's been possessed this whole time. I'm, I'm gonna stretch. Gonna stretch. Okay, stretch. So as the umbilical cord is attached to his stomach, you see like the essence, like we were talking about before, like flowing through the umbilical cords. Yeah. Maybe it was the demon essence that was going into the egg, and when she ripped it off, the demon was already like traveled through the umbilical cord, but the Paul side is still there. You know, and, and that, know. that's a fucking stretch. That's all I, I got. I just, I, that's I, all it, I got. It's so stupid. Like it should have been. That should not have worked. It no. really should not have worked. It, it's dumb. I hated it. Uh, it, to me, it was just like lazy. Like, oh, how do we? Well, maybe when she we're bit, running out, we're running out of time here. Yeah, we'll just wrap maybe this when up she quickly. bit at the demons, like, hey, 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 that hurts. Oh god. So, uh, the room begins to rumble. Maggie tells them that there isn't much time. It's starting to give birth. Jennifer and Paul begin the bang furiously at the door, trying to break it open. <coughs> Excuse me, not working. Jennifer didn't have. Why she would even have this idea, dude, is. Makes zero sense. Now it is beyond this, any comprehension. This one I could. I, I have a major problem with this. I can't too. explain this one. All right, so she grabs the umbilical cord she ripped out of Paul, and she sticks it to the door. And we see like bulbs, like these big balls, of, like the fluid or sexual energy flow through the cord towards the door. Yeah, when everything was being drawn which, like towards. Said, makes yeah, yeah zero sense. When why it would be flowing. 
the opposite away. direction. Yeah, yeah. It, it's supposed to be going to the egg. Why would it be going away from the egg? And this is fucking retarded <laughs> in all sense. I hated this so much. This was bad. So, uh, she sticks it on there and she says something well, to the effect oh, yeah, well, of like... The demon begins to emerge from the egg sack at this point. Um, Yeah, I don't... I don't remember what she said. She says something like, whenever you're pregnant, you're pushing all the pressure. Oh, yeah. And then it just goes, boom. The, the door, door blows open. Just blows off the hinges. I mean, yeah. violently explodes. Right, like the, and if the that's pure, what, concentrated and that's what, if that's sexual what energy. Birth is like, holy shit. <laughs> Babies would just be exploding out of vaginas. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. The pure, concentrated sexual energy blows the door open. Oh god, I hate this. We're so dumb. We're <laughs> so stupid. Paul and Jennifer rush out as Maggie watches in fear as the demon continues to make its way out of the sack. But now wind and debris begin to pick up. Pick up and everything's being sucked towards the black room like it's a vortex or a black hole. They're struggling against it like and there's just enough suction that the large silver talisman gets pulled out from under the washer. <laughs> Jennifer grabs it as she, she knows to grab it. In fact, she's never seen the fucking thing, <laughs> but she knows. Oh, I better grab this Chotsky from Fresno. <laughs> from Fresno. Yeah, Santa Fe or where the fuck is from? <laughs> like, what? Why would she even think about that at this time? Ugh. The, uh, so the demon is now nearly fully out of the sack, and it and it seems to be shedding its demon skin. Yeah. Um, upstairs, Jennifer and Paul are running for the front door. The lights are flashing on off. Furniture is magically moving by itself, trying to block their path. They run to the kitchen. Jennifer grabs a large kitchen knife for some dumbass reason. Which Paul goes, a knife? She goes, it's better than nothing. Yeah. And we see... Large demon feet beginning to ascend the stairs as blobs of goo fall from its More body. More like shedding its skin as it's going yeah, up the Yeah, but stairs. it just blo- it drops yeah. And like... Yeah. So, Jennifer and Paul, they make it to the front door. But, of course, it too won't open as the demon rounds the corner. Too bad they're out of umbilical cords. Yeah. <laughs> and now we fully see the demon, and this time it's a girl. So, it's now a succubus instead of an incubus. The naked succubus who... It's pretty fucking great by it's hot. Peels off the last of the demon skin. However, she does have like this the long tail coming out of her back. Paul holds up the talisman. Again, well, okay, maybe Paul would know, because maybe he maybe maybe, maybe the conscious of the demon he yeah, remembered something. Like, oh, this is I'll, I'll give Paul a little bit of doubt right. there knowing, but I, not Jennifer. So Paul holds up the talisman as the succubus slowly starts walking towards them. But it doesn't seem to do anything. Succubus isn't bothered by it. The succubus says that neither man nor woman can resist her now. See, it says this is weird. Because it acts, it speaks as if the succubus was also the incubus. It says no man or woman can resist me now, but it's giving, but it's not, but it's like two different demons. That's not the, I totally got that impression that it was like a new form for the demon. But it's still the demon. It's just now in a human form. Demon, human on the outside, demon on the inside. He goes, time to join the party. And he I just see, got I sucked think, into I it. I thought it was, like, it that's should, what be, I got it from should it. be two different, it should be a whole different demon. No, that's not what I got. Incubus and Succubus are different demons. They're not one the same. They're, they're different. And I'm, I guess I, based on my knowledge of the myths and legends, they, they shouldn't be, but why am I, I don't know, fuck it. This movie's dumb. Why am I thinking about it? 
So fuck it. I don't care. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> so uh, blah, 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 blah. she raises her arms and says, feel my power. And a wave of energy washes over Jennifer and Paul. And they both drop to their knees, overwhelmed by horniness. <laughs> the horniness is too much. Yeah. Um, the horniness is strong with this one. <laughs> the succubus keeps talking, saying it feels when it feels this good, who can possibly resist? And with that, Jennifer shouts, me! And lunges towards the succubus, plunging the knife into the demon's abdomen. Jennifer stands up, saying, human on the outside, you said. The only flaw in your plan is that humans can be killed easily. And, which, what? Come on. Come on, that's fucking retarded. Even if it's a demon on the inside, fine. Maybe it has a soft human exterior, but it would have a hard demon interior. I don't think it would die with a... I'm pretty sure a demon would kind of make sure yeah. it could be killed that yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was like a, case, you could have just stabbed Paul and it would have been dead it too. It was a small kitchen knife that she stabbed in the stomach with. Okay, well, maybe was, that would kill you. It was like the, the Michael Myers knife. I'd say the, the, the yeah. carving knife, but yeah, it wouldn't kill you instantly. For one, it would hurt, you'd bleed out, but over time, maybe possibly, but real rare. Yeah, no. it's in the stomach. That's not gonna. St- it didn't stab her in the heart or anything. That that would have made more sense. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so this is, it's fucking retarded, it's dumb. Paul, <laughs> Paul now hands her the talisman. Jennifer holds it up, saying, back to the drawing board, you bitch. <coughs> Which, again, why is she knowing anything about this talisman? It, she's, oh, I hate this loophole in this movie. It's bad. It's so bad. Not once does she ever see it. Does she, nobody even tells her about it. She's never talked about it. It's under the fucking washer for the, the whole entire, movie. Yeah, the whole movie. Dawn doesn't tell her about it. Maggie doesn't tell her about it. Paul doesn't tell her anything Karen about it. Karen doesn't tell her about Nobody it. Nobody tells her anything about it. But she holds it up saying, back to the drawing board, you bitch. And with that, the tel- talisman sucks the energy or essence out of the succubus's body. The body... Oh, God. Hold on to your hats, kid. Yeah, this is the great. The body disappears as the energy in what I can only call mist form is left behind. Like mist hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, kind of fleshy colored. And then as if this movie wasn't fucking insane enough, the talisman, the talisman now leaps out of Jennifer's hands and begins to fly around the house chasing, chasing the demonic sexual energy <laughs> mist or cloud or where the fuck it is. The talisman. And it goes on for a while. This is like Coyote Roadrunner type shit. <laughs> right. Zipping and zooming all through the house. Like zigging and zagging and it's just keeping up right with it. Just right on its tail. I almost got expect to hear like Danger Zone in the background. Or like the Top Gun. Like, oh, I want to play I want that scene. I want to play that scene with the Top Gun music. Dun dun dun. That'd be perfect. It's like flying around. I just want to see the sexual mist hit the brakes in the talisman fly right by. Or flip over and give flip it the bird. Over, take a picture of him. <laughs> take a picture of it. <laughs> uh, so the talisman chases the energy cloud all the way back down into the black room. The door slams closed and the talisman hangs itself daintily on the door. The front door of the house opens and Jennifer and Paul kiss and joke about getting their old apartment back. We cut to one week later. Jennifer and Paul are at a new place or rent. There's somewhere else. Uh, Jennifer's in the bedroom dressed in lingerie while Paul's in the shower. She says that she is still feeling the effects of the house and that maybe tonight they do something about it. Now that everything's back to normal. They can finally. Yeah. As she crawls into bed. 
Paul gets out of the shower wrapped in towel. He says, well, not everything is back to normal. He undoes his towel to show her his changed dick. His giant hog. Jennifer looks at it in awe and says, I think I can handle that, and beckons him to bed with a finger. So, okay, wait a second here. Let me get you In this movie, in this universe, if you get possessed by a demon, you get a super dick? <laughs> like, sign me up. Dude, I, I, I know. Right here. Right here. Where's, right here. where's that? Where's the waiting list? I, I want to sign up for that. I will, you get possessed me, you give me a super dick. Like, Dude, Paul <laughs> makes off like a bandit. He's fucking everything inside. He yeah. Killed, he fucking killed her sister, which she's still okay with. He, he hated was, her. Yeah. And so the sister-in-law's out. He's got a super dick. He's <laughs> fucking everything inside. Yeah. Man. Good on Paul. Happy ending. <laughs> Jesus. So anyway, they up having sex, during which Jennifer says, let's make a baby. And the camera zooms in on her face. Her eyes glow red. Roll the credits. So now somehow Jennifer's been possessed, which makes zero no fucking, fucking sense. No fucking sense, because we just saw the fucking highway to the danger zone chase. Yeah. <sighs> Zero sense how this happened. God damn it. It's, it's not like Paul had sex with her while he was possessed at, at any stage. That never happened. Jennifer never had sex with anybody who was possessed. Never even came in contact with any of the goo. Not not the goo, not the ectoplasm, no. not anybody who was dead or possessed. This is beyond stupid. It, it, I really hate it. So we roll the credits. After the credits, there is a post-credits scene. Yeah, it's it's a stump. We jumped six months into the future. The house, which was for sale again, has just been sold once again, and we see Tiffany Shepis placing a sold sign on the on on the for sale sign, and she says, "Trust me, guys, you made a great decision. You two are going to be so happy here," which is exactly the same thing she said to Paul and Jennifer in the beginning of the movie. That's that. That's it. Movie's over. That. Moon Goon Friends is the black room. The black room. The black room. Black, oh, good God. All right, let's room. move on to black favorite room, kills. Baby. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. All right, not all. It's probably going to be pretty. I mean, there's, the kills are pretty weak. and I don't know if the kills are necessarily weak. They're good. There's just not a lot of them. Okay, there's not a lot of them. In me, it's an open shut case. There's no brain of who the favorite kill is. But um, traditionally, is Aaron, you may go first. I think it's the obvious one to go with Karen, but I'm actually going to pull a swerve and go with the plumber getting fucked to death well, by Karen. Let me Karen. ask you this. Why are you going with the swerve? If you're saying the obvious story, like, if, why are you going with the swerve? Because I think it's a, not a bad way to go as a guy. You know, I mean, you're, it's it's if you're going to go out, go with a smile. You know, yeah, you're, you're getting I, I get, banged I don't know. As long as he got a chance, way. as long as he got a chance to finish, then yeah, he didn't. I don't think he did not finish. I don't, I'm pretty sure he didn't. And I'm pretty sure, yeah, you're fucking the, the hot girl. But I'm pretty sure even I would be like, all right, that's enough. You're just banging my head once. Okay, all right, I'll forgive you twice. Oh, okay, shame on you. Shame on me. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Okay. Third time. Okay, wait. Let's stop here. I think by that time I, my bones starting to go. I'm getting a little pissed off. I'm gonna cry. Call it a day. It was sexy. It was funny. That was my favorite kill. All right. I'm sticking to it. Sticking to it. I'm going with Karen, obviously. Yes, that was epic. I mean, that's an epic that kill. That was pretty epic, but I still liked the other one better. All right. Well, fair enough then. Um, all right. So that's it for favorite kill. Real real simple this week. Not a lot there. So let's move but on really, to There's, not, there's not really many other kills. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh. What is wrong with these guys? No, there really isn't. Yeah. Right, no. Um. So yeah, odds and ends. 
Uh, this is also going to be really quick this week. Uh, IMDb or ratings. Uh, IMDb gives it a 3.4 out of 10. Oh. Rotten Tomatoes. There is no thermometer score, but it has a 9% audience score. Ooh. Nine. This is one of our lowest ever. 9% audience 9%. score? And even Amazon comes in low at 2.3. Barely man. a 2 on if Amazon. If you don't get a 3 on Amazon, you must be doing something wrong. Yeah. Um, Maybe it needs to grow. It could be. I mean, Maybe but it just needs to grow a little bit. Maybe this will help it. Yeah, maybe. Um, Plocky was there 42. Um, again, almost all, a lot of them make him sound like a porn movie instead. <laughs> uh, but it's weird. One was realtor. Like, really? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's an odd thing for a Plocky word. It's like, why? Like, I need a movie with a realtor in it. <laughs> Furnace. Yeah, Furnace was like a pretty important yeah. character. Uh, penis. <laughs> <laughs> Raped by demon. You and know. demon rape were both <laughs> raped by demon and, and demon, demon rape, rape. and uh, somnophilia, which for those of you who don't know, I don't, uh, comes from the Latin somnus, which equals sleep, and the Greek philia equals love. So it's also known, which is also known as sleeping princess syndrome or sleeping beauty syndrome, is a paraphilia in which an individual becomes sexually aroused by someone who is unconscious. Huh. Yep. Huh. huh. So it's told creeper syndrome. Yeah, creeper syndrome. <laughs> and then the last one, masturbating with object. Which I don't remember anybody masturbating with an object. I'm trying to think about when it was. Karen masturbates, but she's using her hand. Unless they're calling yeah. the hand an object. Well, like... Oh, well, maybe. And that's just saying that Paul does use the wall like a fucking fleshlight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe that's the object. That's perfect. <laughs> it's a whole fucking wall of fleshlight. <laughs> You're right. He does fuck the shit out of that wall. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, trivia. No, I couldn't find anything. Um, oh. And sadly, I couldn't also. I couldn't find a budget for it either. Oh. Yeah, I was ready to. I was. I'm really curious. I'm actually really curious about the budget. Me too. I just. I'm curious what. I'm also curious how much. Natasha Andrews got paid to do this because it's such a large release too. It's on Netflix. It's on. I don't Amazon. know if I'd call it really large well, because it's not okay. like a it's large. I'm obviously thinking, an independent, theaters. but I mean it's it's covering so many different platforms. Yeah, but I, I, I'm saying I mean it's still an independent, or if it but was the like music, a very very the, small. The music production. was original and weird. Yeah. And they had this big intro, and they had their some of their special effects. The were special effects were pretty good. for pretty solid. Um, the CGI would have been expensive. Um. The cast was okay. I mean, I can't say the yeah. acting was that bad. We've seen right. a lot worse. Yeah. The script was the worst part of it. <laughs> yeah. um, but that doesn't cost anything. Pr- but the production quality was fine. The sound was okay. Yeah. The lighting, it looked fine. Had a lot of people. Yeah. And, so and, You know, had Randy Quaid's son from Independence Day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, yeah, Grand Natasha Anderson didn't get naked, but I still imagine she got paid something to do this. Sure. Um, so I, I'm very curious what the budget of this was, too. But unfortunately, I, I couldn't find it. Um, so, but we do get go into five-star reviews. Sweet. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five-star reviews. All right, five-star reviews. There were total 19 reviews on Amazon. Of those 19, 58% of them were one-star reviews. Whoa. Uh, the only five-star one, um, worth reading is from LS, which reads, great old-fashioned TNA satanic haunted house horror. Good old-fashioned. Because apparently that's a genre. <laughs> Good old-fashioned TNA satanic haunted house horror. Or my dad used to tell him we used to watch those films together. <laughs> great acting, especially Natasha Henstridge, 
best line in the movie, welcome to the womb of the house. Five stars. That's the only one that's even worth reading. Um, but honestly now, let's move on to the one-star reviews. Okay, man, we only had one five-star. Yeah, so, now we're moving straight. To, okay. So from A. Tupper, this has got to be one of the stupidest <laughs> movies I've ever seen. What a waste of money and time. Don't watch this. You'll regret it. I've watched many, many horror movies, and this was awful. The ending was laughable. I was embarrassed for the actors. I wish I had picked a different horror movie to watch for Mother's Day. <laughs> hey, Mom. Hey, Mom. <laughs> I think the only thing worse is... I love it. It's like the, one of the worst movies to watch with your mom. Oh, no. Maybe human centipede? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, oh. From a customer, watched it, but do not remember plot. <laughs> One star. <laughs> Just smoking bong ribs the whole time. Or dropping some of that acid they had. Um, Sorry, right, there's two more. From Remnant0888. Now, the, the writing this one leaves a lot to be desired, and I'm pretty sure this is a woman by the way it's, by what she said. It, he or she says. So this movie sounds interesting because it's not found footage, but then the first scene has an older actress I know. So, okay, it's going to be okay. No, first few minutes in, the demon in a cellar room is playing with the old lady's Nana granddaughter. And a boob shot. I was reading my phone and looked up. Guys may like that. I don't need to see boobs. It got worse, progressively. (laughs) May finish it later, but caution you not to eat while watching it. Slime everywhere. (laughs) <laughs> Don't bother renting it. Then there's a break. Watched more because I rented it. <laughs> Are we using porn stars only? Okay, enough with no house inspection. Line real estate agent to find secret deadly room beyond stupid one star. Like, it's the <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a shitty review, but I kind of love it. Yeah, it's like, wow, it's so just all over the place. All over the place. <laughs> Last one from Judge Ripple. Looks like it was written and directed by a ho- uh, uh, hormonal seventh grader. Although the mysterious movie Nipple was quite fascinating. <laughs> it was. It, was. it, it was. was. I wonder how did they do that. I know. I, it's yeah. That's the that's the one I was curious. That's the one special effect I was curious about. Like it had to be like a prosthetic CG or something. Or, or, or photo, like yeah. CG. They did but, use some C. Like they, if it was CG, it was well done. Yeah. Because they did use CG in the end. Yeah. So. Which that was kind of crappy CG, but the other. Uh, all right, so that's that. Let's wrap this up. We're, it's take, we went a little longer for this than I thought we would, but yeah. goddamn. Um, all right, Aaron. Final thoughts, final recommendations on the Black Room, baby. The Black Room. I gotta say, it's so bad, it's good. Oh, really? Yes, <laughs> I liked it. It was fun. It's unique. They actually they like made a sex horror movie. <laughs> like it's all about like banging and fucking and getting sexy and all this craziness going on and it's like was it really that bad of a house that old lady stayed in that fucking house for 30 years after her like which by the way yeah after all of her friends got killed so my guess is that she was getting a little which by the way anything about that the the house if we're supposed to be as old as it is it was no, no. That was like a new house. That's like a brand new house. That house was not around in the sixties, seventies, or whatever. Updating, lots of updates. But one thing that wasn't updated was that fucking room. The fuck like, room. I bet you anything. She was just like still getting some of that demon <laughs> dick on the, on the side. side. 
she didn't want to give it up. And when she when 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 the old lady became fucking second fiddle to to uh, Dawn, and she couldn't take it anymore. She's like, "That's it. It's over." <laughs> If she just uh, would have known her place, it would have walked off and been like, all right, yeah, I'm fucking old. I'm not that hot anymore. We would never have a problem. All right. Uh, so, I, yes, it was fun. Yes, the acting is bad. Yes, it's stupid, but it's unique. It and it. I like that part about it. I, right. I, so bad is good. Check it out. I, I'm i going to steal the word and borrow words from uh, what X Degenerate X said when she suggested this movie to me. Is the same, I agree with her. I don't know if I love it or hate it. Hmm. I really don't. Um, I had way more fun talking about today doing this than watching. Like I, because um, it is it's so dumb. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> it's, really, it's, re- it's fucking ridiculous and really, stupid. Really yes, stupid. they made a sex movie, a sex horror movie, but that's not that surprising. Because I mean, they made a, a slasher porno movie too. So uh, I, I don't know, man. I. I'm saying it's so bad it's scary. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking scary. Like, yeah, I will say it was unique. It's something different. I like that we did something different, but it was just I couldn't get past the the glaring lack of oversights in the script and the, the, some of the stupid ass things that are happening and why like the talismans that don't matter. But then Jeffrey always knows like you know knows what to do with them and like how it, I hated all that. I. Karen should have been played more of a part. Like somehow something should come back. Like, oh, you know, one of Karen's books or Karen said something about this. She knew she was right the whole time. And no, they wasted, they squandered all this possibility. I was the only one thing about, I, at least it wasn't found footage movie. Cause then yeah. I would have lost my shit. Yeah. I would have been really bad. I, I would have been there with you too. But, but you know what there is? There's a fuck wall. There's a fuck wall. There's there's tons of boobs. There's tons of boobs. And there's a demon dick tail that punctures <laughs> through a woman in outer fucking mouth. I was like, like I said, there, yes, that was entertaining. The kills, that kill was epic. But overall, and he finger blasts an espresso to make a girl come. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's not horror. It's just like silly stuff. Damn, but I see, loved it. See, now you're making one say so bad it's good. But no, I, I, it sucks. This movie's yeah. bad. It, it, it's it's dumb. And fuck it, you know what? I, I'm split, just like our vote. I, you know, so bad, scary for me. Whatever. All right. All but right. Uh, anyway, uh, X Generate X. Thank you very much for uh, yes, suggesting this to us. This, we had thank a blast you. with this. Keep the suggestions coming, everybody. Um, you can send your suggestions to. You can always send it to us on Facebook. You can send it to us on Instagram. You can send it to us on Twitter, which is at so bad it's scary. And of course, you can send it to our horriblehorrorpodcast.com, where you can also stream our episodes, listen to them online there, as well as you can listen to them on iTunes, Podbean, Speaker.com, and Google Play. And what else are we doing now? iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, motherfuckers. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, and yeah, email us at uh, so bad scary at gmail as well if you have anything. Uh, all right, man, this was a lot more fun to talk about than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> but uh, we're running pretty long with this, a lot longer than I thought you would too. So all right, guys, if you are still listening, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back soon with another horror movie. So- Keep it airtight. <laughs> In the meantime, <laughs> damn it, you stole my line. Always remember to keep it airtight. <laughs>